0: thing where I meticulously went through all of the games that I've started and hadn't finished but had some attachment to and and then wrote them on a list and then I put approximate time how much time I thought was left before I could complete the game or be more or less finished with the game and then I kind of ranked them in order of which I want to the games I want to finish the most and that you know I also put some of the short ones at the top and it was 17 games I'm in the middle of 17 different video games and the hour total was like 225 hours to beat them all if if my estimates were correct which, <laughs> oh they, gosh. which they may not have been oh uh or do you think i could do this do you think i i have the uh the time the ability the mental wherewithal to get this done no yeah I, no i don't i don't either
1: you're you're a father too which you know even as, like, me as, like, a single man, I would struggle with that. <laughs> I, like, wouldn't have time. <laughs> so.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a little daunting. Um, but that's what happens when you have a year, like last year, where there's a, an enormous number of uh, high-quality games. You, you know what I think was interesting about last year? 2023 because we're here to do the Game of Awards, uh, the Game of the Year Awards podcast. God, can I talk? The thing that was interesting was that there was a lot of really high quality games, but there was also a lot of really like very good games, you know, a lot of like B pluses.
1: Sure. Agreed. Definitely.
0: How are you guys doing?
1: Oh my gosh, I'm like looking at my personal top 10 list and I'm just like... I just got to let it go. Just let it go. Or
0: it's not too late to to change it, you know what I mean? No. Final I'll Fantasy 16 it. didn't deserve to be done like that. You could put that at the top. <laughs> Final Fantasy 16 could be your game of the year. It's not too late. You yeah, haven't it go, officially announced. It goes announced.
1: from uh, my most disappointing game of the year to my favorite game of the year just like overnight, you know what I mean? <sighs> it's uh
2: I don't really it's like any of the top 4 games for me could have been one any other year. <laughs> That's how I feel. Honestly, for
1: me, it's any of my top six games. Like my top six is like literally like a hair margin for like every game. Yeah. You know, it's it's probably Mm. (laughs) interesting.
0: Yeah. I feel that way about my top five, at least maybe my top seven (laughs) are, are all like, Whoa, these are all all timers. Yeah,
1: for sure. It's, it's, it was a crazy great year. Like, when I think of last year, um, it was like kind of easy last year for me because it was really just between like Imm- Immortality and Elden Ring. Like those were like the two games I felt the strongest about. And this year, it's yeah, I have like six games, and I'm like, what? I, which one of my babies am I killing, so to speak? <laughs> There's no way
2: 2024 can match this year. No, like no way. And I
0: don't want it to. I- I'm feeling the FOMO. It's my fault that I'm feeling the FOMO. Nobody feels FOMO about all the books they're not reading or all the music they're not listening to. But yeah. uh, I'm feeling it this year more than more than I have in a long time.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get you. It's like um, it. this year was like eating, like going to like a, a steakhouse every night of the week for like, 52 weeks in a row you know it was just like uh oh, oh, just gorging on all this great food constantly but you're like oh my gosh like i'm full again i'm full it was tough it was tough but we got we, we made it to the end of it
0: yeah we made it to the end and uh and now we're here so all right guys let's get started with uh, the game of the year uh let's do a fun little guessing game to get us going Orin I'm going to let you start on this one. We're going to guess each other's top 3s and then at the end we'll see how how well or, or how poorly we fared. Uh, someone take notes, Kevin's this? top yeah, I, I have a note thing open. Okay, what I do you think, think Kevin's uh, top 3 games of the year are in in order?
1: So so Kevin cannot have any input yeah, on this. don't look
0: away. Like turn off your camera, Kevin.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say number 1 is Street Fighter 6. Okay. I, think, I think it's Street Fighter Six, and then number two is Resident Evil Four Remake, and then number three is Baldur's Gate Three. That's what I'm feeling. Interesting. What okay. do you think? I do think you that's th-
0: actually like exactly what I would have guessed. <laughs> um, so uh, I don't want to I don't want to steal yours, but uh, here what what about mine? Here, oh, uh, you know what? Kevin can write these down, and I will turn my camera off so it's not to pollute the discourse. That sound good?
1: Well, do you think do you agree with it, Aaron? Should we just lock it in as those are the three, his three between the two of us guessing, for Kevin? Dude, I think
0: I think you're, you're uh, yeah maybe maybe oh wait a minute.
1: Do you think Armored Core oh, Six yeah. is in the top three?
0: Yeah, Armored Core Six actually is a very strong possibility. Uh, hmm. I think. Hmm. Dude, this is hard. I, I see it now. I feel Kevin's pain. I'm feeling his pain like. Empathetically, because I don't know how he would have done this, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> like,
1: oh God. man,
0: he may know. actually have put Armored Core 6 at number three and not Chuck chose Baldur's Gate 3. That is, a I could be really wrong about this. That's okay, that's the list I'll put on my guess is uh, Kevin is uh, is SF6 because I, I think SF, FS, SF6 has to be a lock, I think RE4 is probably a lock, and I think AC6. So we, we, we diverge slightly, but I think those are both profoundly strong guesses.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I like let's it. do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's lock it. So we're gonna do Street Fighter Six, one. Resident Evil Four Remake, two, and three is Armored Core Six or, or Baldur's Gate. Gate 3. Yeah. Let's let's do it. I think that's fun. Let's, let's, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. Someone else wants to drive the keyboard. I will turn my camera off and try to uh, mute my guffawing as you all guess all right wrong my okay uh, my top three. Uh,
2: i'll take
1: notes kevin, do you want it kevin you want to give it a shot go for it
2: okay so uh i think aaron's number one is going to be counter-strike two
1: really um, interesting keep yeah. going <laughs> uh
2: number two um i think so it's like hitman freelancer or Ballers gate three is what i think it's got to be like those got to be the three i think right
1: do you think Counter Strike <laughs> Two is in there though?
2: Yeah, come on, it's like his favorite game, like ever.
1: Uh, well, I feel like <laughs> I Baldur's mean... Gate Three is his number one, and then Hitman Freelancers is number two, and then Counter Strike Two could be his number three. Though it could be also Tears of the Kingdom at number number three.
2: Mm, it's a third really, person game. Can't be. He
1: he really likes Tears of the Kingdom though.
2: Yeah. I mean, him that. is also a third person game, but it's gotta be. I think it's gotta be CS2, because he plays CS2 like that's like his like you know regular iterative skill learn get better master game. They play playing you know when it came out, it's like it's like a it's like a, a upped version of his already his favorite game. So I think it's gotta be CS2. It's gotta be as his game fine. of the year. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Bully Gate Three that or that or Gate Three. What I
1: think, do you think? I think, Baldur's Baldur's Gate 3, I think- is- I think Baldur's okay. Gate 3 is his game of the year for sure. And then
2: Freelancer, and then CS2.
1: That's you know what I'll I'll, I'll agree with that.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can do that.
3: All right. Cool.
1: Aaron, all back. right, all right. Aaron. No, I didn't right. see
0: anybody write anything down, so I, down. I don't know where uh, we have a, we have a show note open a, a Google Doc, Kevin, for oh. these things. Um,
1: Oh yeah, where did you put it on Google Doc? Uh, oh, I see. Oh, cool. You already set it up. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I did it
0: complete, two completely different formats just to fuck with Oren's brain. But um, sorry. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I got lazy actually.
1: So should uh, we just? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to figure. Fa- <laughs>
0: we, we both guessed for Aaron, so we uh, so guys get you guys have two different things. Yeah, two different lists. So, because like my version of your list is slightly different than Orin's, but pretty close. You guys seem to have different different ideas about what's what the. Oh, I see. Be.
1: Aaron guesses. Okay, okay. So I'm going to do SF6, RE4, and just to change it up, I'm going to say Baldur's Gate 3. No, oh, no, you're already oh, down here. Oh, that, I'm sorry. That's the wrong. Oh, I see. It's for Kevin. Orin
0: guesses for Aaron and Kevin. Aaron guesses oh, for Kevin gotcha. and Orin. Kevin okay. guesses for Oh, you for already put it in. Aaron and Gotcha.
1: Oren. Okay, I see, I see how you formatted it. Um yeah. All right. You know what? I'm saying, Smashback
2: Tears is number one. That's my that's my opinion.
1: I'm gonna say it's so, uh yeah, Baldur's Gate. Three, and then Hitman, and then I'm gonna say Tears of the Kingdom for three. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with it all right
2: so we have so so you guys agreed on on mine but not but we, we didn't totally agree, agree on yours but okay. we got pretty close okay yeah, we were you guys really had a things. little more divergence which is
0: fun um all right uh, now it's time for Oren to turn his camera off all right and, i'm gonna uh, turn
1: my camera off i'm not even gonna listen to you guys talk is that okay? oh really <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. okay maybe well, i'll listen to you, to know guys. Come you talk. Listen i'm just to me. gonna be cringing the whole time okay. yeah it's
0: gotta cringe. be resonating your four. yeah i also agree um <laughs> okay. Re4 and then uh, Arm. Mm-hmm. Wait, what else did he play this year? Uh, Hitman I Freelancer. Go look at this. Oh, Hitman
2: Freelancer. I
0: kind of feel like Orin has forsaken Hitman Freelancer, so I'm gonna say that's his number three. No, that's got to be in there. Um, Maybe number three. Yeah. What's his number two? Is uh Armored Core? Um, I don't know about that.
2: Um, I don't know. He also liked Cocoon a lot. Uh, I don't know if it'd be top. Okay. Top, top though. Probably no like way, in the top man. ten.
0: No way. I'm gonna say okay.
2: I'm gonna say it's definitely. I don't know, I feel like it's gotta be Freelancer and uh, I think
3: Armor Core is yeah. probably
2: a good a good choice. Oh, what about Matt uh, Alan Wake too? Did did he go down that dark evil? He road? liked it, but he didn't love it. Like he said yeah, it was like a great it. experience yeah. but not a great game. But then on New Game Plus, he said it was a good game. Like he liked it more because mechanically it was he had all the weapons and it was less like actually uh, sluggish. Or, Other
0: than his first place, which is like RE4. unambiguous, as complete as can be. The rest is a little is pretty ambiguous. Uh, okay, freelancer. I'm AC saying six.
2: I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, that seems um, like a pretty good guess. I think that's what I'm at too. Okay, I think we're skipping this next
0: segment, um, so I'm gonna delete it. But feel free, watch. To we're gonna, like, was completely missed a game for Oren i know i i feel like we are missing a game and i'm like I know, wait, what, I think what the fuck did he play? he's gonna be like how we the fuck that did that you miss that <laughs> so i talked about that he's so gonna much. be like guys robocop rogue city duh. um yeah. dredge oh hi-fi rush holy shit yeah, uh, there we, we go that's duh. it okay that's the one <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna be uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> i like i can hear him laughing over there oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's
0: table shaking um Duh, yeah, we almost... R.E. 4 Hitman, Freelancer,
2: R.E. Rush. That, like that a, seems right. I don't know. The um, armor Core was like a pretty well-received game. <sighs> I don't know, man. What if I should guess? Core? armor I yeah. should guess Hitman. I, I think
0: I think Freelancer in the Hi-Fi Rush. And I, I think in that order.
2: Yeah, okay. All right. We're, we're on the same order then. All right, we're gonna come um, back. Uh, we have to? Uh, okay, there he is. Let's get
0: Yeah. Text him.
1: Interesting. That's all I'll say. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Remember, Orin, it's not too late to
0: change your. Uh, it's not too late to change your uh, your list. Um, yeah we've already yeah. announced it at this point. We can't change it now. Let's let's go into a little category I like to call
1: best game feel. Let's do it. Uh,
0: right. Orin, you want to read us the the contestants?
1: Sure. Um. Okay. So. We decided to do a category called Best Game Feel, and basically what that means is like what game felt great to play, you know, like what just felt good. And we have Armored Core 6, The Medieval, The Black Labyrinth, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Counter-Strike 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Hitman Freelancer, Hrot, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Warhammer 40,000, Boltgun, and those are our nominees. And I saw Kevin Wait, just Street added Fighter Street Six. Fighter 6. So, <laughs> like, oh, um, it's got to be put in there, too. <laughs> yeah.
0: Good pronunciation on Harat, by the way. Uh, uh,
1: thanks. Uh, can I, I'm just going to say off the top, I think it should be, in my opinion, Armored Core 6. Because that game hmm. just felt amazing to play. But that's my... I'm going to throw that out there.
0: Okay. Um, that's a... I, I don't have a huge problem with that. But uh, let's let's talk about this for a minute. So let's... Um, okay can we eliminate a couple like benevolent eliminations cyberpunk 2077 is uh, they added some cool mobility stuff but that game does not feel that good to play particularly on a mouse and keyboard because it's got like this like incredible render delay so it feels slippery a little bit it's not horrible but it's like I wouldn't say it's like best game feel feeling
1: yeah let's get rid of yep. it I also, I'll also want to know striking crews.
0: Oh yeah, I was gonna just say Tears of the Kingdom. Strike Tears of the Kingdom, feels, right? There. <laughs> Fuck out of it. <laughs> uh, it's a thirty it, it FPS game. It's a thirty FPS game with like pretty good for thirty very, FPS, but it's like, thirty FPS.
2: Mediocre to bad combat, and just yeah.
0: I'd say serviceable combat,
2: but not, not, not incredible. It's better than combat. Skyrim's combat, I'll, tell you, I'll say that.
0: Um, way better. I mean, no, this combat's fine. Like it's better than like probably any I would say uh, Assassin's Creed game, or no at way. least as good as. No way. Um, but it does not belong worse. here. I agree.
1: So, so strike through on, um, tears of the kingdom. Is that what I heard? Yeah.
0: What Phi? Is, is that supposed to be hi-fi rush?
1: Uh, it might, it might've been a typo. We can get rid of it.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this, Kevin was writing fighter. I see what's going on. Um, yeah. Okay. So
1: I think you could, I think you could also
2: like knock forty 40 cable gun, even though I do like how it feels. It feels a little clunkers. stutters. Yeah. The game stutters a lot. Let's yeah. get rid of it. Yeah. Okay.
0: It's actually stopped me from beating it. It's the stutters. It's a bit of a bummer. Um, so, a medieval feels so, great.
2: I gotta say that game feels really good to play.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's let's hold on to that one for a second. Let's get rid of Hitman. Hitman: Freelancer feels fine, but it's it's not like.
2: I thought Hitman game was, was like, never known for a good game feel. It's not, that's not what the game's about. Yeah, I
0: wouldn't say that's 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 the category that it's it's, it's having its uh, strongest showing.
2: Rot though, that game that's a good. That's, I like where that game plays. That game feels incredible. That game feels um, real good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Okay, that so game. wait a minute. Armored Core, Medieval, Counter-Strike 2, Hi-Fi Rush, well, SF6. I think those are all pretty good. And RE4, those are all good categories. Those are all good choices. Um, well,
1: well, the ones we, that I feel passion- the most passionate about in terms of like how good it is to feel, <laughs> it would probably be either RE4 Remake or Armored Core 6. Like Those games just feel so good to play.
2: They do. They both feel, feel very, very good. I um, think Street Fighter but, 6 is, feels wonderful. Once you get that feeling for it, it's like this game is... It's like everything you want to do you can do and it's like perfectly ex- like the way you, the execution it's very similar to armor core you know armor core like you like you have a you have a thing you want to do and it, like it comes out exactly the rhythm and timing how you expect once you have that expectation
1: right is very much the same way um, Fighter six does feel really good um i'm just y- not did you like, play it I'm, i played it for a little bit um and awesome. it's uh, with my brother which is fun and it's it feels great. Um I'm not a two D fighter guy, so like what I look for in a game would be more like R E four remake or Armored Core Six or even Hi Fi Rush, but yeah. If you feel really passionately about Street Fighter six, I can I'm like not totally opposed to it. I mean uh, Armored Core Six feels great. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's put also.
0: a pin in that one. Like I think, let's hold on to Street Fighter Six, but let's keep eliminating before we before we declare. Okay, what can we? I, I'll, I'll say, let's get rid of Counter Strike Two. I love the way Counter Strike Two feels. It's very predictable. It's it's very responsive, but it's it's it, it is Counter Strike, and uh, that is pure pure me. So I'm okay right. with getting rid of it.
2: I mean, uh, I cannot can knock S F Six off too because I'm the only one who played it. Really, like, Which like one? you played it a little bit, but like I played it a lot. Street Fighter Six. So. Yeah, I mean, I. But if I've... you
0: feel that Street Fighter Six is so good. You should fight for it, right? Like, I, 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 feel like it's a losing battle for me to fight for Counter Strike Two, and I've already sung its praises. Counter Strike Two,
2: like, I mean, I don't like how it feels, but I think it, it's it feels deliberate and very intentionally well designed. There is just a reason I, that it is. Just because I don't like it doesn't mean I think it sucks. Shooter. Like, I think it's definitely uh, serves a purpose.
1: you know? Well, I'm gonna strike through High Fire Rush for the same reason because, like, I love that game, but it's not, you know, like I'd I'd rather have Armored Core Six win you know or like a resume before yeah. win so if i yeah.
2: had to pick one of these uh that my choices would be pro- like at the end of the day probably armor core and street fighter because i just think like i don't know armor core has those boss fights man that are just like they're just so good
1: and also like you could do a midair dodge. It's like the coolest feeling in the world. Like the yeah. like dodging in the air. Like, oh my gosh. That game just felt incredible.
2: It did. Hmm. That's the uh, one I'm, that I would fight but for. But then the again, most. you can like parry a flying knife in Resident Evil 4 remake.
1: That is true. I would those are the two those are the two for me. Like I'm okay with either of those winning personally. Aaron?
0: Uh, I'm okay with Armored Core Six winning. Uh, I like Resident Evil Four remake. I don't think it has the best, but it, it is very good. It is a very, it's like, very like it's 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 in a top. It's in the top tier, but like it wouldn't take it. Oh, I haven't played Armored Core Six, so I can't say. But I it's a FromSoft game, so I I believe. Uh, I just want to before we eliminate him a Medieval: The Black Labyrinth is fucking bonkers, insane, so good, feels incredible, so good, right? Like one of the best, yeah, one of the best it. boomer shooters ever. Uh, and it looks it looks like almost triple A with its graphics like it's really just gorgeous graphics. Uh, Hrot is uh, also incredible feeling. Does not look triple A. Looks like exactly like Quake, but um, yeah. s- such a good feeling game. Yeah. Uh, but we could we could get rid of those because I I know those weren't uh, that broadly played. We can I drop can...
2: Street Fighter two or Street Fighter six really? if we want. Really? I yeah. mean, yeah. I love it, but all right. But I feel like uh, just because you guys didn't play it compared to Armored Core, or or at least played that one.
0: All right, then is it Armored Core?
1: I feel like I think it's Armored, probably armored core, core. If Armored Core 6 wins anything today, it should be best game feel.
0: Okay. Okay. All right.
1: Yeah. I like it.
0: I don't know how to designate a winner, so I'm just going to make it really big and <laughs> okay. bold. No, so I like think
2: that sounds good. The sheet look was, ugly. Yeah. So the oh, the, the other games too.
1: So the best game feel goes to Armored Core 6. Yay. Nice. Nice. I still got to play that uh, this yeah, year, sure.
0: after I finish my 17 games for over 300 hours or whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, Kevin, you want to tell us about this next category and its uh, contestants?
2: Uh, yes, the next category is the most disappointing thing of
1: 2023.
2: This is always fun. <laughs> okay, well, I have to add one to this real quick. I'm just
0: going to okay. simplify this one.
1: <laughs> 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 there you go. There you go. <laughs> <clears throat> oh,
0: we both added the same thing. We both added Starfield. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, not. so the one I just added was playing Starfield. Um, but let's let's go to the next one. Final Fantasy Sixteen's Identity Crisis. Is it an RPG or is it an action adventure game? Yakuza Fatigue, like a dragon. Ishin was too samey. I agree with that. Unfortunately, <coughs> um, Alan Wake Two's mind place mechanic. Oh man. I actually like that one's that one's gonna be hard to pass up. Soul's likes the rip off from software's design a little too much, Lies of P Remnant Two. Also Lords of the Fallen. Um Slow Death of Arcane. Oof, man. So true. Ubisoft refusing to evolve its twenty twenty fell open formula. Yeah. <laughs> and the dialogue in Final Boss of Remnant Two. That bad, huh?
3: <laughs> it's just shit.
2: Um And of course, probably the real worst thing of this year was the amount of layoffs in the industry, which was just astronomically high for how good the games were. It's just terrible.
1: Uh, I don't want to be like the guy that downplays layoffs, but it wouldn't be, for me personally, the most disappointing thing for me. And I know that sounds really... (laughs) Like that's like sounds like a lot of solipsism on my part, but <laughs> <laughs> but like for me personally, it would probably be the Final Fantasy sixteen identity crisis because I think that game, if it were a twenty hour action adventure game, it would be one of my games of the year. But as an RPG, it just fails. Uh, that so that's my choice.
2: Hmm. Okay, what
0: should we remove? Um. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, like, whatever. Not I don't know how to do strike to through,
2: but
1: um, I could do it. Okay. You, you um, just go to the tools and then oh, I'm sorry, format I, text and then strike through. Yeah, so like the one that I the one that I
2: have to stand behind is the Mind Place one because I I really Mind Place. I didn't like that. Yeah. I feel like
0: you could just say Alan Wake 2's pacing in general. I mean, the Mind Place is probably the worst offender, but like
2: if that wasn't in the just, game though, mm. if it was just like the like exploration of the world and stuff. Like you didn't have to stop suddenly and do something that's like completely unrelated to what you were just doing. Yeah. It's like, more, I mean, it is the pacing that is the problem, but I think it's like but, more that it's specifically like the leaving the world okay. and doing something that feels abstracted.
0: Let me, let me, let me, let me think about, okay, sorry. Okay. Do you have more yeah. to say?
2: No, that's it.
0: Okay. You guys remember 2017? The other, the other recent great incredible year with many games. One sure. of those games was Prey and Prey has has only risen in consensus and estimation, not for me per because I loved it in 2017 but like critically in terms of like developing a huge cult following one of the, probably the best modern immersive sims i think they put my blue
2: gun in the finals even like yeah yeah
0: yeah um and then you know that that game company makes uh, uh what the hell's that game called <laughs> the, the, the vampire game, vampire game. Red uh fun redfall yeah uh it's just like i don't know i can't think of a time but i can't now think may, of a quality game dip
2: is a third person marvel game i mean it's blade well that's that's arcane leon that's i know but it's still it's still arcane studio. i think i think there's a shift in the studio i think was oh, yeah. yeah sense prey
0: so um for me that's probably the most if, if i'm going to be you know solipsistic and uh, that's that's definitely the most Shocking thing. I I you know Final Fantasy I, I, I hear what you're saying and I totally agree. I think it would have been a great action concentrated action game rather than a MMO married to Devil May Cry Four or Six or whatever iteration run. Um, um get out of
1: here. Uh, I think uh, I I you know what like slow death of Arcane I think would be a good winner if we chose it because it is pretty shocking. Like it, it went from being you know, the talk of the town, one of the most impressive studios working today. And, um, now they're just struggling and it just seems like they're done. And it's, it sucks. It's almost like you're, you've discovered a band that you really like, and they like put out two or three amazing albums back to back to back. And then like, they succumb to drugs and then they break up and then they replace members. And it sucks now. Like, so I'm, I'm, I, I would, I'm okay with arcane winning. If, if, if like you guys felt that way i think
2: uh, i think it's a good winner because um like aaron said they released prey which is obviously an incredible game and they released like the worst game that i played this year uh redfall (laughs) redfall really felt like
0: uh, early access uh, acid
2: flip yeah just really really a bad game like what
0: happened there Um, i hear it's better now but uh but not that much better
1: um, yeah, like, I think kind of looking at these other ones, like of Fatigue, like, that's disappointing, but it's, like, not that disappointing, so I'm going to strike through that one. Um, uh, yes, uh, Alan Wake 2 mind place mechanic. I mean, it's disappointing, but it wasn't... It doesn't, doesn't kill it the
2: game. It's not Redfall. Yeah, it <laughs> didn't know, kill the not... game
1: for me. I Yeah, I think uh, Slow Death of Arcane. You know what, like, like my that's, first choice... That's it. My yeah. first choice would be Final Fantasy Sixteen's identity crisis, but my second choice would be the slow death of Arcane. So I'm down with the uh, Arcane winning.
2: I do think, though, hmm. I agree with you on the sentiment that, like Final Fantasy is going to be probably this forever. Like, this is that's the direction that franchise is probably going to be because the remake was. Or like, they're going to also... make it into
0: a CRPG. <laughs> they're going to be like, wow, we sold three million copies, and. Uh... <laughs> No, they're gonna be like, "How
2: can we NFT AI?" They're our next game. Oh God.
0: (sighs) Um. Okay, so then it's it's it is is it Arcane?
1: Let's do it. Come on, guys. Nine thousand people left. That's my vote. (laughs) My vote's Arcane. I mean, uh, we could say like layoffs could be ours. It does seem like kind of flippant not electing layoffs, but if we're going to, like, navel gaze, I feel like it would be Slow Death of Arcane. I think, like, the thing (laughs) is,
2: is the layoffs are, like, I mean, they are the worst thing, I think, like, unquestionably, but, like, they didn't affect me directly, so, like, I have a lot of empathy for the people that affected, and that's, like, it's really so crappy. Like, it it didn't affect me in a direct way, at least not currently that I can tell for this year, you know, like, I don't know, and I don't say that to minimize anything, I just more just mean, like, like, from a consumer perspective watching arcane go from the studio that carved this amazing niche to like what they are now it just sucks yeah
1: what if we it did does. a like a tie like we did the worst thing that happened was the layoffs but like our personal most disappointing thing was the death of arcane
2: yeah i, agree. I can take that we could do that i'm fine with that
1: locking it in um
2: yeah locking it
1: so we're gonna say the worst thing that happened this year were the layoffs. Nine thousand yeah. plus terrible for the industry.
2: Terrible for the industry.
1: <clears throat> however, the slow death of Arcane was really just devastating to see. So that's yeah it's a tie between layoffs and the slow death of Arcane for us.
0: That, um, that's
1: the that's the winner.
0: All right. Uh for this next category, I want to talk about these without being crazy there's a few of these that are like spoilerific as fuck and I don't want to lay that level of spoiler in this early in a podcast so I'll try to be um let's try not to be too spoilery unless we absolutely have to and I mean I I guess we could be spoilery about Resident Evil 4 because we all played that (laughs) and everybody who's listened to this podcast has played it right maybe not um but uh yeah so anyway let's let's go through this this is the best moment uh the first one is basically impossible not to be spoiler about but everybody on the internet has been spoilerific about it I haven't even I've only experienced this live I haven't actually experienced it in game yet that's the uh, the we sing moment from Alan wake 2
2: definitely uh,
0: one. I don't even know what the movie theater section of Alan Wake 2 is but uh that's another thing horn
1: uh well why don't you just list them off and then okay, we can, okay.
0: yeah so the opening of Baldur's Gate 3 is is Phenomenal! The second act finale is like some of the best, like plot reveal, set piece, culmination shit I've seen in a video game in a very long time. Uh, kind of almost—it almost feels like the end of like Mass Effect One, but like on steroids, and it's not even the end of the game. <laughs> so Can I have
2: one two for Baldur's Gate? Yeah, uh, Shadowheart telling me to kill Azale, and when she's free from oh, the cage, God. and then just killing her, and that's she's not in the game anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, an incur- NPC a- encouraging me to kill, like, a pivotal character in the story in the beginning, and there's no, it's not even a big deal. It's not played off like a big deal. Yeah.
0: Your companions can fight to the death. Um,
2: yeah. That's just like, a video game did this. Yeah. Uh, fucking up
0: and improvising in Hitman Freelancer. Definitely incredible. Uh, the Mimosa boss fight in Hi-Fi Rush. Taking down a walking building in Armored Core 6. Breach the Carmen Line, the level where you take out a fleet of warships in Armored Core 6.
2: I also want to say in Armored Core 6, I love both of those. I also just want to say Baltaeus in general. Like, experiencing what Armored Core is all about. The first time I think Baltaeus really is like, oh, this is what this game is.
0: Definitely. Um, Krauser knife fight, Resident Evil 4. Yeah the the utter length and girth of the uh separate ways campaign i guess is what we're saying here real the moment you realize that it was a full campaign which uh yeah i guess i, I haven't played it yet so i haven't really realized that but uh, cool. I,
2: I did i bought a plan i was like oh my gosh this is like a whole nother campaign with upgrades and everything oh my god uh the
0: first puzzle of cocoon uh remind me of what that happens in there that's where you're what are you like rolling a ball or something
1: oh no it's i'm sorry it's the final puzzle of cocoon oh the final yeah, yeah. okay i'm I was mm.
0: reading the first hour. I was my brain was doing something. Yeah, viewfinder, the first yeah. hour of viewfinder. Um, and shooting a guy in the nuts and getting an achievement for it in RoboCop, Rogue City. So <laughs> l- let's let's talk Poor about move, let's let's creep. eliminate stuff before we start moving to the. What, what, what's uh, what what do you what would you argue against, Kevin?
2: Are you against?
0: Yeah, what do you think we should
2: get rid of? Um. Well, I mean, it's like I, I can pick the ones I haven't played. Uh, uh, sure. Okay. But like what from do you think we I should play of, of,
0: that you, we've played, yeah, I guess, to start?
2: Uh, how about We Sing? I love We Sing, but I was like, I don't know. I, maybe I didn't think it was as good as everyone else. I thought it was still cool. I, don't, don't get me wrong. I thought it was awesome. But like hmm. I had some confusion at that part as well, so I kind of got stuck for a second because I didn't know where to go. <laughs> so I thought it was amazing, but like I don't know if it was my favorite moment of the year.
0: Even all the dudes were pointing and stuff? No,
2: It was so cool. Like I've never seen anything like that in a video game before so like it was awesome don't get me wrong Huh? what do you think are
1: um we well i'll just say for me personally like my top two moments of the year are the mimosa boss fight from hi-fi rush which was the only moment this year that made me cry i was just so taken by what i was seeing that it like actually made me choke up but my second favorite moment was we sing but I like I love Wing Sing we Sing so much and I think it's like an incredible moment, an incredible game. However, I feel like the games industry has been really annoying about that moment. <laughs> like it's like everybody's best moment of the year. So mm. if we wanna cut it, like I think that's fine because it's been celebrated to death. So like, That's
2: probably how I feel
1: too. But I'm gonna cut I it. If, if I'm i go- I'm going to it, it. I and mean... coach.
2: Alright.
0: That wasn't what I expected, but okay.
1: I actually am more passionate about the movie theater section, but also like that's not going to win either because you guys haven't played it. So
2: mm. <laughs> I'm also okay cutting the uh, beginning of Baldur's Gate three. I've played it a million times. <laughs> <laughs> the ship part. Well, okay, before you
0: pick. cut it, let me let me tell you why I put it because like you play RPGs all the time, and they so often start with this like front-loaded exposition and this slow running through tutorials and all this stuff Baldur's Gate 3 is just like you're on a ship it's on fire get the fuck off go here's these people and it's just like it just goes and it hits and it does not stop until you're like 30 hours deep in the game and you're like oh that was the beginning it's true. (laughs) it didn't give a big exposition down but didn't do all the annoying it's it's one of the most effective beginnings of an RPG I've ever experienced and I think it's I, I can see why you don't want to play it for an 18th time but um uh, it's it's such effective storytelling, level design, um, game design.
2: Like I guess I didn't it's, feel it's... that impacted by it when I played it. So really, it, not like not like Shadowheart Dude. told me to kill Azale and Azale's dead, and I was like, oh, sure, what? Like that's what this game's doing. This game's gonna do this. That so, that was more <laughs> of like what the f- like. Oh, I see. I f-
0: yeah, I feel like so often when I start an RPG, it's like okay, oof, this is kind. Of, I, I have to like force yeah. myself and like when I started playing Baldur's Gate 3 I didn't really know what I was in for as soon as that was going I was just like holy shit what the fuck is going this is this is so fucking cool like it was yeah. and then like you have that first fight against the uh the the dudes the from General. Avernus and yeah. and the, yeah like that shit is just so epic and the music starts playing and you're like oh my god what is going on and there's like no exposition dump there's no like oh my god the Athlorian forest people who came down to the elves and like none of that it's just like no as a
2: rejection of that trend, which uh, 2016 also did. Uh, it's good. I like that. I'm, I'm, um, I'm okay keeping it.
0: I think we. I think we sit on that for a second. For a second. Um, okay.
1: Well, I, I'll cut. I said my piece on the Mimosa boss fight. That was my favorite moment of the year. But it's Why so. Why'd you keep it then? Because I, I want us to. I want us to choose a moment that reflects the three of us or at least two of us. So I'm gonna just say my okay. piece. The Mimosa boss fight like was so exuberant, like and I was so taken by it that it made me tear up. I was like, wow, See, I can't believe video games. But I'm the I mean I don't think you should game. cut it. Yeah, you shouldn't I cut it. I think we should yeah, I don't think you right. should cut that yet. If I won't if 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 it if
0: you moved you as a human to feel, I feel like that's that's important. Um, which is
1: which is crazy because it wasn't even the only boss fight that like really like got into my emotions, the Reka boss fight was also like, Oh my god, this is incredible. So Hi Fi Rush just hit like the boss fights in that game were just special. I don't know. Uh, really special stuff. But anyway.
0: Um I think we could remove the Robocop thing. It is pretty awesome that you can shoot guys in the nuts. The nuts kind of serve as like a second headshot basically. <laughs> like yeah. it's, like a, it's a very a to, take to the down. character as well people um and it's uh it is fun and the, the reactions like just the gore the headshots, the head popping the people exploding is really really good across the board in that game
1: i'm i'll uh i'll also cut both the final puzzle of cocoon and the first hour view viewfinder because i thought the first hour of viewfinder and like discovering what that mechanic is in the game is really special and i love how cocoon builds up to the final puzzle And you have to use everything you learned in the game for that final puzzle. I think it's like really special, but like, I'm not that passionate about both of them. I think they're both incredible moments, but there are other moments on this list that I feel more strongly about. So I'm going to cut both of them. Okay.
0: Um, Of how many, we have three Armored Core 6 moments. Which ones do you guys feel are the most, the most key, the most important?
3: Hmm.
1: I actually like what Kevin said about Baltius because Baltius is the first fight where you really have to like engage with the game's <clears> customization <throat> mechanics to like really figure out like okay how do I equip myself to defeat this boss, and like the satisfaction of kind of breaking the algorithm <coughs> of the game and like finding like a tool set that you can use against Baltius was like a really rewarding experience.
2: Yeah, okay. Baltius was like Janitro and Sekiro. He's like that first like. Wall. Yeah, like it's like oh i gotta really engage i think that's that's probably my favorite part of armor core six was following Baltius for the first time yeah so i'm down okay. with it
1: let's keep Baltius and strike the other two like i love the other, the other two, two are two. awesome though the
2: other two are awesome they are such experiences oh they're to totally really they're
1: you. totally awesome but if i had to like identify the one i would get behind it would be Baltius.
3: yeah
0: um <clears throat> Hmm. So I'm going to strike. What about.
1: Him. Is it okay if I strike the other two or do you guys really feel we should keep them?
3: Yeah.
0: Oh him. yeah, strike them. No, okay. I think that's, that's probably good. Did you strike the mimosa? Oh no, we're keeping the mimosa boss fight. That's right. Um, Hitland, Hitman Freelancer fucking up and improvising, which is literally what Hitman Freelancer is about. Um, I don't feel like that's a moment though. That's just like the game. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, it's not like that was like a, scripted moment or like a very it's not like a specific second it's just or thing I mean those moments yeah. are incredible um, but uh, I'm I'm I feel like it's in, it's it's not specific enough
1: all right I'll I'll strike it I th- I thought I would just do unless it. you really
0: feel strongly about it then, then then I would I would I would back you up I just I'm like it's a little some of these other ones are like are like things that happen that are more specific like Krauser fight or the act Two Baldur's Gate or well, the, the
1: the three that I feel the most passionately about right now are the Mimosa boss fight, the Baltius boss fight, and the Krauser knife fight. Those are the three that I feel the strongest about.
2: Okay, why don't we okay. cut off uh, separate ways? Okay,
1: let's do it. Um, uh, the Krauser knife fight is just like it's the best, the coolest enough. thing ever. <laughs> like I yeah, can it, It's like it's like. Just the way they used the parry mechanic in it. And that was, like, one of the worst parts of the original Resident Evil 4, in my opinion, was the quick-time-event Krauser fight. I just always hated that part of the game. So that the fact that they, like, took one of the worst parts of the game and made it into, like, arguably the best part of the game was awesome.
3: How I mean, is
0: I, it on I, replays?
2: I didn't write down the uh, killable NPCs for Baldur's Gate, but... Oh, oh you should, yeah, you should... Uh, well.
1: I mean, on replays, the it's easier, but it's still fun. The Krauser Knight fight, but like the it, the first time you do it is was just so cool.
0: It is a very good set piece. Um, I did feel like it went on slightly longer than I wanted it to, but uh, but, but it was it was pretty awesome.
1: Um, hmm. I mean, hmm. like if there's one Baldur's Gate three moment, what would you guys choose?
3: hmm
2: these are all good i, mean, I like i really liked the uh, act two finale as well i thought that was really well done um I, there was a there's a, a lot of they they build up to it so beautifully and the pacing is just so well done all the way up to that moment it was just it was really awesome uh i really i really like that um for me like though the, the, for me the most like pointed thing from baller's gate 3 was like realizing that my choices had such an impact and like no one's safe like like it's like like, like, the, the, it's like, it's like, in a, like Fallout New Vegas, everyone talks about that, but like, the NPCs of Fallout New Vegas are not the NPCs of, sorry, I know people love that game, but like, they're just not the Baldur's Gate NPCs, they're just not the same. Right. So it, it would just be like if you could kill anyone on your ship in Mass Effect at any moment, and, or like, there was just, I, I don't know, I, I just, uh, the, this, the, the player agency of the story in Baldur's Gate 3, I think is, with its level of presentation, I still feel like, I don't know if I've seen a video game quite do it as much as that game does so to me that's like i don't know that was the the coolest part to me
0: yeah Uh, i agree with what you're saying there like for baldur's gate the thing that makes it so like i think of it like as a skyscraper when everybody else has been making 10 story buildings like like you think of other choice based games lots of people said this but like like you know, you make a choice and like something happens and it's dramatic or it's not. Sometimes maybe it feels a little fake or forced and sometimes it feels really, whoa. You know, like when I, when I got Ashley killed in Mass Effect, even though I didn't like her that much. Yeah. Or maybe I got Caden killed. I think it was Caden. But it has uh, to be one of them, right? It has to be one of them or yeah. whatever. But like, it's not like. But it's always these like prescriptive moments where it's like, they're like, here, you make a choice right now. Yeah. and You're on the spot and it's like, do this thing. Everything you do in Baldur's Gate is one of those moments in the entire narrative is reacting to it in like so many ways that it's just Like there's really nothing like it and, and, it, yeah. and it makes every Thing that you do feel like it has so much more consequence And yeah, like uh, uh, you can go back to camp and you know Lizelle and Shadowheart can have a fight and one of them will end up dead or if you're careful Neither of them will end up dead like it's 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 totally it's your story
2: yeah and like the way that it happened in the beginning of the game when she's in the cage and you free her it's like a it's not like a she's going oh, you out you killed like her in this, the
0: cage in the beginning of the game yeah yeah lazale's oh, like kill cool. her we shouldn't trust her Ooh.
2: and you can just do it and it's like it's like the first option and it's not like this like she goes out like with this like sacrifice and it's like this big mean it's just like no you just gank her and she's dead and that's it like it's like it's just like a part that's something that can just happen it's not like this big presentation where it's so flattering and amazing and like they you know build up the huge and it's just like and that's just that was it I don't know. I thought that was really, I just was like very impressed with the designers letting you do that and have it be played. I like feel that.
0: like we should put a pin in that consideration um, because I do think that that what you're saying is all key. But uh, I, I think if for me, if we're thinking about the best moment, the everything leading up to, you know, get to the get to the tower, go to the tower, all the shit that happens in act two and then the final reveals that happen are just like. What the fuck? And it, it it plays out over like ten hours, and it's like insane. It's like the best season of HBO you've seen in like forever, um, hmm. in my opinion. I like I thought I like I don't know. I could go either way. I think those are both really good. Here's my. Um, you want to know
2: why 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 I think that one's better? Because yeah. I've seen games do that before. I haven't seen games do the kill is in the cage thing. Like I, that's like yeah. what? <laughs> like this is. Yeah. I feel like that's like, or or like, or like uh, us listening to the paladins being like, "Hey, kill Carla, and take her head," and we did it, and we like th- we like played catch their head, and she's like a beloved character, and we could just be yeah. flippant with like her life. So right. it was just like so or shocking. I was just like, "What?" It,
0: a certain drow being like, "Uh, you want to meet me at a certain gate?" <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Actually, that might be the just moment all, of the year. Any, any of that stuff is just like. Th- this game is is doing something fresh, and it's all done in a presentation that's like a triple A game. All of these choices play out, and and I think that that's like that to me is like Baldur's Gate, like, whoa, whoa. So yeah, um, yeah. I don't know,
0: Oren, Oren. How do you how do you feel about us saying all these things? <laughs>
1: um, I think like honestly, the it seems like the momentum of this best moment consideration is going towards. No one is safe from your choices in Baldur's Gate three, and honestly, like hearing you guys being really passionate about it, it kind of feels like it should be our winner. Um, because, I mean, I could argue for Krauser Knife Fight because, like, we all played it and we all loved it. But like hearing you guys talk about that, no one is safe from your choices. Like, I'm feeling the energy and the passion of it. So like, I'd be totally cool with that winning.
2: It's my choice because, or it's my choice because. I love everything on this list that I've played, but it's the one that felt the most like, I've never seen this. Whereas the other ones, I'm like, I've done things that are maybe similar to this and, and they, they love them and they're incredible, but that was like, whoa. So
1: sure, that's yeah, my was, I think we should do it. Do you think Aaron, do you feel passionate about that one too?
0: Um, yeah, uh, you know, I do. I, I mean, I just feel like Yes, yes, I do feel passionate about that one. Um, like, like that speaks largely to how I, why I feel so high about the game in general. Um, I like the Krauser knife fight, but like, you if do. you guys hadn't put it on the list, I might not have even remembered it. I hate to say, uh, I didn't play Armored Core Six, but I... wait a minute,
2: I, <laughs> can I add one more to this list? I'm sorry, I forgot oh, something that's wow. critical. Okay, yeah, um, Phantom Liberty's finale and no all spoilers, of that.
0: Please, I haven't completed that yet. <laughs> but i'm
2: sorry it's like i forgot to put that here, on
0: do, do you guys let's you guys want a minute to speak about it and i'll uh i'll take a quick uh yeah a quick yeah, can here. we have like a moment okay. yeah, yeah sure we could, i'm gonna we, i'm we gonna could, say
1: yeah i uh i thought it was amazing and i thought it was a great ending to the game uh like new ending to the game that like really put into perspective it like put a twist on a lot of the ideas in that game that was like really compelling And I loved how hopeless it is was, but they also had like a glimmer of hope to it. Um, I thought it was great. I don't know if it should win, but it's definitely worth shouting out.
2: Yeah, I at least had to mention it because
1: that was definitely uh, a thing. (laughs) CD Project Red, they're CD Project Red's the master of like shitty endings. They're like so good at it. (laughs) It was very.
2: I I don't know if Aaron's listening to this recording, hopefully he's not, but it was definitely like, whoa, that was that was something. So uh yeah, I still think very good. I would i have to at least give it to Baldur's Gate
1: for me. I I think we should do Baldur's Gate. Like you guys are clearly very passionate about it. And like my personal choice would be the Mimosa boss fight or the Rekka boss fight from Hi Fi Rush, because I was just so taken by that. Um, so I, I'll just shout that out as a personal shout-out. But I think Baldur's Gate 3, no one is safe from your choices, should win.
2: Okay. All right. We, uh, okay. we agree at Baldur's Gate, Aaron.
0: or agree Oh, agree. You, oh yeah. interesting. Okay. But
2: so uh, the, just got to shout out Phantom Bowl. Liberty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I believe it. Phantom Liberty is freaking amazing.
1: So the best moment is Baldur's Gate 3 realizing that no one is safe from your choices
0: all right all right sorry we sing i i i thought we sing was gonna take this for i thought
2: (laughs) we sing was awesome just for the record oh yeah like shut it down it was incredible i i I
1: really love we sing but like i've said before it's actually not even my favorite moment in element two it's uh the movie theater section so i guess i kind of (laughs) self-sabotaged there but that's fine
0: um all right uh Quickly, let's let's just talk about games you played in 2023 that were not from 2023 that you really liked. Uh, Kevin, we've lost your camera. Okay. okay. Uh, Oren, you want to go first?
1: Sure. Um, you know what? I didn't really play that many games that weren't from this year because I was so busy playing games from this year. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like Hitman Freelancer and playing that made me like love just hitman all over again and uh i've said before that hitman 2016 is my favorite game of all time and the fact that they're still able to like make hitman 2016 relevant with 2 3 and now freelancer was really special to see this year um i also replayed the resident evil 2 remake to compare it to the resident evil four remake and i still really love the resident evil 2 remake um i'm still like not crazy about um how it does the a and b plot lines a little bit i think it's like kind of graceless but as a survival horror game it's one of the best out there so uh Resident evil 2 remake and then the, th- the third one i would shout out is not by any means a great game but i had a good time with it was ghostwire tokyo um it's like a seven oh. out of ten ubisoft, ubisoft style horror game but um, I, I, I love Tango Gameworks. It's their worst game, but it, it had, like, flashes of brilliance in it that made it worth playing. So shout-out to Ghostwire Tokyo. And that's those Kay. are my three games.
2: Kevin? Um, the Cyberpunk 2077 base game. <laughs>
1: oh, <definitely. laughs> I think that
2: counts. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. The um, yeah, other two games that, like, this year, I mean... I don't know, it's like, that I played the most of would be Elden Ring, obviously, I still love oh, Elden yeah. Ring, uh, I played the okay. shit out of that, put that like, on there like 120 hours this year, and Vampire Survivors, god, I love that oh, yeah. game, I got every cheap in that game twice, I did it on an Xbox, <laughs> I did it again on Steam, so I played Damn. the shit out of Vampire Survivors, um, and it keeps, the game keeps on giving. It's funny how much you keep playing that
0: game when you brought it up on the podcast like two months ago I thought you were joking and then I, no, I see you joking. playing it all the time Also uh, one other game mm. is Street
2: Streets Street of Rage 4 which I always wanted to I never you got to talk about the podcast But I think that's like the best oh, yeah. game I've ever made and one of my favorite games of all time And hmm. it has a roguelike mode that I'm still playing regularly. So good stuff rogue influence mode really is more All right, uh <laughs> oh, yeah. That's cool.
0: Uh as I've said on the podcast, Baldur's Gate 3 reminded me that I love CRPGs, so I played over 100 hours of Under Rail. It's probably one of my top 10 favorite games of all time now. It's just insanely good. Uh, Chained Echoes came out last year. came out late last year. I was tempted to con- include it on this year's list. It definitely would have made my top five had I played it last year. It just came out like at the beginning of December, middle of December. Um, really, really good JRPG. I played Resident Evil 7 for the first time this year. Uh, I loved everything up until the tanker and then I literally could not force myself to play the game another minute
1: <laughs>
0: uh, and uh, yeah. Returnal on PC I finally beat it yeah Warren we should have picked that for game of the year 2021 but man I did like Forza uh, Returnal pretty freaking great although slightly Came out this year. trivialized on uh, I played it on PlayStation 5 in 2021 uh-huh. um, slightly trivialized by a mouse and keyboard like not. it's just a little maybe it's like a little too easy now or so I thought it was like a little too hard with a controller so I don't know
1: sure
0: all right uh yeah, or yeah. i'm going to let nice. i'm going to let you go through this one uh, next category is best weapon
1: yeah we like at drum crouch we always do best weapon cuz you know we love first person shooters and third person shooters et etc so our best weapon nominees are ada's shotgun from Resident Evil 4 remake the desert eagle from robocop the flare gun from Alan Wake 2, the dual shotguns from Armored Core 6, the crowbar from Hitman Freelancer, um, the AWP from Counter Strike 2, the bolt gun from Warhammer 40,000 bo- bolt gun, Ada's grapple kick from the Resident Evil 4 remake, and push, the push command from Walter's <laughs> Gate 3. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say from the, like, right away. I think it definitely 100% should be Ada's shotgun <laughs> Ada from shotgun. Resident Evil 4. Like, <laughs> Ada's shotgun from Resident Evil 4 Remake is like my favorite yeah. video game shotgun ever. It's incredible. I just love using it. So that's my it vote feels like right off the bat. It feels
2: like an id shotgun. I was like, this, hmm. this belongs in Doom, this shotgun. This is like... <laughs> is it an auto shotgun? <laughs> no, it's a pump shotgun. But it it's just rips. A beast. <laughs> it's a
1: beast. It's like it's like overpowered, but in a way that's amazing.
2: <laughs> it's so satisfying to blast people with it.
1: Yeah. Can it great.
0: track a, a target and turn a corner though?
1: Track a target? Like a what? crowbar?
0: A certain bald man's oh, crowbar? Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> well, I, the crowbar is like an interesting choice because it's like, um, like in Hitman the original base hitman i didn't use the crowbar that much because i always had a lock pick but in Mm. hitman freelancer you don't always have a lock pick so the crowbar is your lifesaver in hitman freelancer like when you find a crowbar you can use it to open doors you can use it to knock people out like the crowbar is like a game changer in freelancer
2: it's pretty incredible it tracks is it like the homing suitcase yeah yeah okay Goes around
1: corners and stuff.
0: I think that's just across the board. If you throw something at it at an NPC and they turn a corner, it'll. It, I, I've only seen it happen like once in game. It hit me so in two cases. Like, was like
2: the funniest thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, the bolt gun was pretty good in Warhammer 40k. Gun bolt, gun. Um, bolt gun. So was the uh, like chainsaw thing. Like, yeah. I know. It's uh, like your chainsaw sword. Uh, sword. I don't know what it was, but um, it's a yeah. The you know obviously. I actually put the, uh, the AWP to piss Kevin off cause he hates it, but it's, it's a sniper rifle that just <laughs> destroys people. I have gotten triple kills with
2: it before. It's basically the unreal Insta Gib gun in counter-strike. <laughs> <with>
1: the <scope.
2: laughs>
0: <clears throat> um, the Deagle in Robocop is pretty great. It's just like the Deagle in counter-strike, which I think is a smart move. It's just, it's a freaking sniper rifle hand cannon, right? It just goes, boom, boom, and blows people away. Um, Flare Guns in Alan Wick 2. Mm.
2: I so I just have to mention I the combat in Far Signal 4 I, I love so much. And I remember like speculating about it years before it, or years before it came out like are they going to bring back the, you know context sensitive actions. And they did. And then they released the DLC and they iterated on it by adding a ranged version of it and making it play out in a smooth way. I'm like wow, they actually like done something new with this system. This is so
0: cool. Ranged version of
2: what? Of the uh, melee, context-sensitive melee attacks from Resident Evil Four. Oh. So you shoot in the face, you can do it. Ada has a ranged version of it. She like zooms in, and she also can hmm. pull people's shields off with her. So they like made a new attack that fits her character perfectly, but is also like fits like it's it's like it's you know makes sense with the game story. So I thought that was a really cool weapon. I was really impressed by it.
1: <clears throat> I think I think uh, the ones that I feel the most passionately about are either Ada's shotgun. Ada's grapple kick, which you're right, is a game changer. Or uh, I also really do like the crowbar from Hitman Freelancer, like just from a utilitarian pr- perspective. But my vote would still be the shotgun from RE4. My vote's mm. the shotgun.
2: The
0: okay, well, before we give it to the shotgun, I just to say pushing people in Baldur's Gate 3 uh, is, is awesome. never,
2: never not fun. Especially if it's under the, the oh. void.
0: Actually, that almost should have been the first moment, was realizing you could push a bunch of people off a cliff. You're like, why all these guys are standing next to this. Oh, push? But wait, what? Um, But uh, I hear you guys about the shotgun, so I I won't stand in the way of progress.
1: Let's do it. I think it should be the shotgun. I mean, like, whenever I play Resident Evil 4 Mercenaries, I always play as Ada because I just don't want to play as anyone else because, like, I just love the shotgun that much like that's where i'm at so i'm gonna i'm gonna say we lock it in best weapon eight of the shotgun from resident evil 4 remake okay
0: all right all right i uh i yeah i think that's good i still need to play that i uh it's not even on my 17 games backlog of half played games because i didn't really even start it i played it for like 10 minutes i was like hmm. later I mean uh, if you best. don't if
1: you don't play like the campaign you should at least try Ada's character in mercenaries. So I don't you can really just know like nope.
0: mercenaries. Oh really? but Mercenaries is like
1: so fun. <laughs> I love it. I believe it. I believe yeah, it. Have you tried uh, it really?
2: Yeah. A couple try rounds, and get an S plus kinda... plus rank. Like try and get a full combo on the level.
0: Yeah. Whenever I start playing that I'm just like, I could be playing Counter Strike right now. Um, or really? I you be playing through like a... It's just not you know, a... the same
2: thing at all. Yeah, it kind of scratches a similar edge
0: I could me, be playing but... baseball and I'm playing soccer.
1: Well, yeah. well, I, That's I will how a say, baseball player might feel. I, I will say in the past week, I got back into mercenaries again. And I got um, over like a score. Of, I think I'm in the top 2,000 in the world on every level as ADA. Um, for ADA just specifically. So
0: Very nice. No. That's pretty good. Yeah, awesome. I just...
1: I just got, I just got really addicted again. I'm just like, this is so fun, um, but yeah. Anyway, all right, give it a shot. Uh,
0: <laughs> let's best music or musical track. Is this track or music?
1: Well, uh, let's just do track best musical or I don't actually I don't know because some of them don't have tracks attached. Maybe we should just do best music <laughs> then. Okay, okay. <laughs> Why don't we do
2: this? Why don't we do best music and if we have a track in mind for this game?
1: Yeah, let's do that. That's fine.
2: I like that. Kevin, you want to read us the nominees? Sure. So, um, best music uh, nominees are Alan Wake 2, The Herald of Darkness, of course. We sing, right? The, 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 good to see uh, watching Sam Lake at the Game Awards was definitely a best moment of the year for me, too. And um, we saw it in person, Aaron and I. Yeah, it's, which is
1: it's awesome. awesome. Yeah.
2: Uh, Baldur's Gate, uh, the soundtrack of Baldur's Gate is incredible. So, so, so good. I don't know what song to pick. For me, I'd probably pick the camp music. The music in, the, in yeah. the camp that just plays when you're talking to the NPCs is just incredible in that game. I, I was thinking
0: was, Twisted Force, that, that first was, like chanting song that happens during that first battle, where it's like, mm, dang
2: da dun da, dun 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 Yeah. Uh, for sure. Very good. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I would say probably Phantom Liberty, right? Uh, yeah. I definitely agree. I love the music in Cyberpunk a ton. That game's such a, a vibe, for sure. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush fast as you can fiona apple cover i bet that's good there was a japanese action game covers of classics are always fun like bandana does that a lot too right so. yeah sea of stars uh is Should it snes kind of music
0: octopath traveler
2: yeah definitely
0: um traveler that's too. probably the uh sea of stars right so it has two composers i cannot for the life of me remember the main composer's name but um, it's kind of similar to The Messenger in a way. And then it also had, um, oh my God, I'm having a, a brain fart moment, but the Xenogears composer did 10 tracks for it.
2: Oh, Yasunori Matsuda? That's yeah. awesome.
0: Yasunori Matsuda. So it's, 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 it's very SNES, PSX, JRPG music. It's, it's good. But it's, it's got its own
2: vibe. It's good. Um, Starfield? That game has, I think it's, is it Einan Zur composed that? The follow-up composer? Yes. Yeah, yeah. he's great. That game soundtrack is the best part of that game. Um, An Armor Core 6, uh, I've nominated the Contact with Utrek, which is the song that plays when you fight Balteus, which I think is, like, the best. Like I listen to that song all the time. I love that song. So,
1: what do you guys think? Well, my vote is going to be with Hi-Fi Rush, personally, but my second choice would be Alan Wake 2. Um, but I don't know if you guys feel that way (laughs) about either of those. So I'm, I'm curious what you guys think.
2: Mine is like unanimously contact with you. Like not even a, not Uh, even a debate.
1: I can get behind Hmm? that. What what part of the game was that contact with you again? It's when
2: you fight Baltaeus. It's like theme for ire when you like, yeah.
1: I can get behind Armored Core Six. I mean, I'm I, that game. That game soundtrack is
2: so good.
1: Yeah, the, you know what? Like, if you're Ooh. voting for that, I'm I I am down with that. If you that's my like unbudging. That's
2: it pretty good. I won't even budge <laughs> on that one. Dude, that did, song like represents
1: that. Should we just that... like lock it in then? If like, well, um, wait a yeah, minute. Wait, Aaron, a, wait feel... a
2: minute.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
2: Well, Aaron, what do minute. you feel? Yeah, get some, get Aaron, some give Aaron some time here. Yeah.
0: Let's let's Octopath Traveler Two had a great JRPG great JRPG soundtrack we could just we could knock that out bye bye but it was it was good probably maybe the best part of the game although i really like that game but it has some flaws sea of stars like i said also uh, Yasunori masuda incredible soundtrack their main composer i should really look up his name right now is in a metal band he's in like a uh, like a melodic death metal band so? so like all of the music has this sort of like melodic death metal sensibilities and almost kind of reminds me of fin troll wait which is which, like a f- which one sea of stars Really? Um, even though it's still just like JRPG music, but like it has like sometimes like double bass and there's all these like weird like noodling. It's it's pretty fun. I, it's oh, it's a cool. good soundtrack. It, it's, Eric W. Brown. It's unique. Um, but we could get rid of that too. Starfield, that main theme is is just rousing. Um, E-Nunzer is also good, but we can get rid of it.
2: Uh, Cyberpunk?
0: Do they always have a black metal station? Yeah, they do. Okay, well do, no, they yeah. do now, but was that is that New yeah. or is that?
2: Was No, that's that... not New.
0: Oh, okay. Um, dude, there's so much good music in that game, like from from the original composed tracks to all the stuff on the radio. It's like belows GTA 5 out of the water.
2: Yeah, it definitely does. It's way better.
0: Music um, but honestly, music is just great in that game. And Baldur's Gate music is across the board great. Yeah, it's so good. I feel pretty strongly about it, but I almost feel the most strongly about Herald Dark of Darkness even though I haven't seen it just because I fucking finished Video game company snuck a freaking progressive metal song into the middle of their game and everybody loves it.
1: Uh, I mean, I am, I agree with you. So if you guys like, I mean, Alan Wake 2 is my second choice. So if we want to do Alan Wake 2, I'm totally for that as well. But Armored Core 6 is also a great choice too. But I'm leaning more towards Alan Wake 2. Hmm.
0: Okay. Well, I'll I'll let you two decide then. This this Armored (laughs) Core 6 track is definitely fire as the kids the older
2: kids say <laughs> I really like hell of darkness it's like I don't know I listen to a lot of metal and uh the guitar tone and the chords are like too bluesy and rocky for me so I can't I can't give it the win because it's just well, not my style <laughs> even well, though well, I think well, it's awesome it's like it's just not quite genre enough for me I guess it's, like, it's...
0: Dude, but it's, like, a 12-minute song. That's like a 12 know, minute it's, just, it's, like, a 12-minute Dream Theater song.
2: It's, like, it's not, though. It doesn't have the minor key. T- it's, like, not minor key enough. It's got a lot of major okay. stuff. This is I don't,
0: this is, this is a little, too, inside baseball. Uh, but, well, I, th- I sorry. think, like, I
1: like, too, you're not, like... Uh, you also have to consider how it shifts the tone of that game. Because you're playing, like a survival horror style video game. Agreed. And when that level happens, it's such like to- total wish splash in like the best way possible. And I like I was, and I think that is part of its genius. Um, so that's why I'm kind of thinking Alan Wake 2 should probably win. Like I forgot about the Armored Core 6 track until he brought it up. Though I do think now that you've told me what it is, I'm like, oh yeah, that was a great track. But like the Herald of Darkness was unforgettable. Like that was just... I'm gonna remember that for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, and I think in a year of games with great music, uh, that was the most musical thing that happened in a video game. The most like distinctly like musical thing. I don't know. Like it's like they made a, a rock opera in a in a video. I don't know. It's just it's it's interesting. It's unique. I, I get what you're saying though that you don't totally love the song. There was as like as much as everybody else there does. There
2: was like four minutes of shredding. <laughs> It was like yeah, Freebird blues shredding. I'm like, no, you're killing me with
3: this. Yeah. I think well, I I'm just. This argue, is just
1: a... I would almost argue that it's not even like a metal song. For parts of it, it's more like almost like a Broadway musical. Like the way like they're singing to each other, oh, yeah. it reminded me of like Steven Sondheim.
0: It's very, it's it's very common in like progressive metal to have that kind of theatricality. Oh, Okay, got it. Yeah, oh, okay. that's why I'm saying it sounds like, like it Dream doesn't Theater. Doesn't have it does the a like
2: edge kind of though the Dream Theater. That's like why I like yeah, like. Like, if you were to be like Mick Gordon, right? I'd be like, oh, yeah. Completely. But I feel like it's just, it's missing something to me that's like, it's missing a, a, a bit of the pie that's like essential. Yeah. That's my opinion. I hear you. Especially because it's supposed to be this like, nor- I don't know. Maybe I'm just too, too in the thick of it for this. But,
1: well, I, uh, it seems like <laughs> I know, if you guys misleading... feel it,
2: if you guys are both feeling it, then I'll give it to you. But it's not my choice. <laughs> How about that?
1: Yeah, I think like it seems like Aaron's going Alan Wake 2 and you're going Armored Core 6. If I were the tiebreaker, I would do Alan Wake 2. All right. That's Alan Wake. Are we cool with that? I mean, Kevin's yeah. not, but.
3: No, yeah, I'm not. But... <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> That's how it goes. Uh,
1: uh, all right. Best music in a game Alan Wake 2, specifically The Herald of Darkness. The
0: Herald yeah. of Darkness. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Best downloadable content. And this, we should say, because, and actually, this, we may have to make an immediate elimination. Because this was such a year for games that already had released, releasing such substantial pieces of content that really changed how you viewed the whole product, like Hitman Freelancer, like Phantom Liberty. I kind of feel like this should be more for games that put out DLCs that are more. Discreet and compact, but maybe maybe you guys disagree with with me on that, and that's fine. Um, well, because I, I'm considering Freelancer and Phantom Liberty in the game of the year. Like those could be our game of the year.
1: Well, why don't you really read off the list of nominees, and then we'll decide if we we should. It's a little
0: anything. anemic. You're you're right. Uh, yeah. Resident Evil Four: Separate Ways, Alan Wake Two: New Game Plus. Is that is that down? Hmm. Yeah, I think it's added new content.
2: I think I think it's like a free update deal. I think it counts. Okay. I well, think it's a substantial. I, yeah.
1: Well, well, fair, well yeah, fair. keep reading through them and then we'll.
0: Ion Fury Aftershock, which uh, I guess only I played and is never going to win, but uh <laughs> Iron F- Ion Fury is awesome and the Ion Aftershock is DLC is is very good. Uh Hitman Freelancer, like I question if we want to call that DLC because it's just like an addition to the game. It's a new game mode. Like it's not like like a Phantom Liberty you at least had to pay for. Maybe I'm just like getting a little too definitional here.
3: It well, is hard because I well, think a well, lot of these are of different scopes. You got two more scopes. just read
1: off the last two. Okay. <laughs> Cyberpunk Phantom
0: <laughs> Liberty and a Medieval the Black Labyrinth, which is a which is a 10 level add-on expansion and then obviously Phantom Liberty is
2: like a whole <sighs> fucking campaign. Yeah, I feel like these are of different scopes, so it's definitely hard to compare them. Like I Phantom Liberty is clearly like the one that got the most money and time probably invested in it, right? Cuz sure. that's like a Should massive be. expansion.
0: I guess if I, if I want to go go purely under my own criteria and, and sort of excluding that I was saying Phantom Liberty is so big that the scope should I- exclude it, I feel like Phantom Liberty is the most like, yeah. whoa, they added something to the game. Like even if you, you get rid of all the 2.0 stuff, like Phantom Liberty is a, what, 25, 30 hour campaign with a whole new world. Edris Elba is the main character and he did, you know, goddamn thousands of lines of dialogue, hours of, of, of voice acting. And it added uh, another
2: ending to the game. Yeah. So, I think...
0: But in separate ways, is a whole, more, I know. it's more Resident Evil 4.
2: And it's also, like, as good as the campaign, it's just shorter. Hmm. I feel like the content was as compelling, which is like, never been a thing, I think, with Resident Evil. The DLC has never been as good as the campaign. Mm. But that, I think separate ways could be its own game.
1: It's actually really hard for me to check, pick which one's my favorite. Um, I think I, if I had gone to my head, I would say Hitman Freelancer. I know it's just a mode, but like first of all it was free which is insane mm-hmm. but uh-uh. second of all it it like to it's like the best roguelite ever made <laughs> it's just they dropped, mm-hmm. they casually dropped the greatest roguelite ever made into hitman it's just like i can't believe it um, so i'm more i'm inclined to say hitman freelancer but if you guys don't think it qualifies like i understand i, I, I don't know qualifies. if it qualifies
0: or not okay if you think if you both do then then yeah hitman freelancer is by far my favorite thing on that list I I think like it should be Hitman country Freelancer
1: mile. then. Yeah, like I, because Resident Evil Four: Separate Ways was incredible, and I that would be my second choice. Um, but like, it's just hard to beat Hitman Freelancer because it was a free content they just dropped, and it was incredible, and it still is. It's also incredible. the
0: best Hitman game. That,
1: yeah, like it's <laughs> like
0: the best stealth game ever made. Um,
2: yeah, clearly the uh, the majority has spoken. My my vote is Phantom Liberty. But if you guys are if you guys are dead set then then. It's, it's hitman
0: after after hitman I would say fan, like I said Phantom Liberty also I really love the black Labyrinth um
2: I didn't play it yet I, I
0: got it but you I should it. D- it's it's good dude it's it yeah. is really good
1: I will uh even though it's not gonna win I'm gonna quickly shout out Alan Wake 2 new game plus because it was a really clever new game plus in that they subtly add like 20 20 minutes of new or changed content into the cutscenes to kind of fuck with you so you're like playing the game and you're like wait was that in the original campaign <laughs> and it happens a lot it's like really clever um hmm. so um that like i loved it but yeah my vote is definitely hitman freelancer
0: okay uh but okay then hitman freelancer what are we going for uh 14 font bold let's do it i have a 15 font
1: best downloadable content of the year is hitman freelancer
0: yeah i mean yeah it is okay uh best remake slash remaster i think there was some talk of excluding this category but we should talk about these games and what makes them good cyberpunk 2077 is that a remake or a remaster kevin yeah, why it's is a, it there actually? It's
2: a retry. It's a like, hey, we're trying to we're gonna we're gonna fix this game. So it, it got its uh No Man's it's Sky. It's a
0: moment. one 0. I think it's it's a it's a make. <laughs> you know what I mean? They yeah. finished making it.
2: I think like I would say that it was like a soft relaunch for the game. I think yeah. that's a realistic So like yeah. uh, does it fit I, in the I, category? I
1: kinda, is it okay if I cut you guys off? i like I'm kinda like trying to like look at it from the listener's perspective. I think it's kind of confusing to not just list them so people like oh, know what's yeah, yeah. on the table, okay. you know, before talking okay. about them. Okay. So we should just list okay. them first, and then we can talk about them. Yeah. Sure, go for it, Oran. Uh, yes, best remake remaster. We got Cyberpunk 2077, Ted Space Remake, Dusk I- Dusk HD, Metroid Prime Remastered, Quake Two Enhanced Edition, Rise of the Triad Ludicrous Edition, The Resident Evil Four Remake, and The System Shock Remake. I'm just gonna say with a bullet, Resident Evil 4 remake, lock it in. That should be it.
0: <laughs> Bro, you didn't even play Metroid Prime remastered. I don't even uh, yeah, think you know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking about. Like <laughs> that's come on. Like you think Resident Evil 4 is good, but Retroid Prime remastered. Metroid does, does, it,
1: does it have a parry mechanic, Aaron? Does it have a knife parry? Uh, it has a
0: scanning mechanic. You can scan walls uh, and see sounds, what's behind them. That
1: sounds really compelling, actually.
0: <laughs> you can roll up in a ball and go down little hallways. Uh, it's pretty sweet. You can dig, you can fart bombs on people.
1: Resident Evil remake. I am not budging on it.
0: Uh, let's talk about Dead Space for a second because I actually think, in some ways, the Dead Space Remaster is more interesting, even though it is at the both time at. Uh, at this is both like more like straight accurate to the original game, but also it added some things that I think dramatically change the Dead Space formula and thus being the sort of open world Metroidvania-y-ness in the backtracking.
3: Sure.
1: And dynamic I, d- I did like, a, I really like a late game twist they added to the Dead Space remake. I thought that was really compelling. Um, so, I, I agree.
2: Yeah, I thought that was a really good remake. That would be my number two remake personally
0: yeah that would be your number two yeah Uh, and then I want to talk about system shock because system shock is too hard like for one there's the story of it like like they literally like had to stop making it and restart it because they like fucked up and then they delivered this game but it's like it's it's maybe the best version of one of these like first of all Resident Evil did Resident Evil 4 Dead Space need to be remade no they did not. I'm glad no. they did. They're both they're both great, but neither of those games needed remakes. System Shock needed a remake, and this remake made that game great. Um
1: I think uh I think that's admirable to fight for System Shock. I haven't played it, but like the Resident Evil 4 remake to me is a culmination of what that studio has been working to- what Capcom has been working towards since Resident Evil 7. And it rocks, and I just don't... I mean, I love what Dead Space Remake did. I thought it was really great, but, like, Resident Evil 4 Remake is just so much fun, and I, like, can't... I literally am still playing Resident Evil 4 Remake. That's how much fun it is.
0: I just want to say, I've looked at Kevin's Steam list, and he spent more
2: time playing Rise of the Triad, Ludicrous Edition.
1: (laughs) Did I?
3: No, no, you did
2: not. I think... I just want to give that game a little bit of... Dude, that game is awesome it is such a creative wacky game from the 90s that uh and it had no proper playable edition there someone had remade it in doom but it wasn't the right it didn't play right so they finally they did it they they remade it properly and i i really i played through everything i did all of the i didn't actually do one of them i didn't do extreme rock cuz that one kind of sucks it's known to be it, it, supposed known to be intentionally subversive to, to even rise hmm. to try it's a very wacky thing but i i really like playing that game i had a lot of fun i played, like i said all of their content so other than extreme rot so it was great recommend it
0: and uh the night dive quake 2 remaster was really cool
2: it was very well done it was really good i think quake 2 is like not the best game but the yeah. the work they put into it was like top tier like they made, the they made it a better game they made it a better game without changing it yeah they without
0: yeah. yeah changing anything like uh and metroid prime remastered <laughs> is uh like it's it's pretty it really pretty nice. incredible. It looks really nice. plays yeah. really nice. But uh, it's kind of a boring game, I guess. <laughs> if I'm honest, it's kind of a boring game. Uh, all right, Resident Evil 4. i got to give it to I R4, guess, of course. It's just,
1: just got to yeah. be the Resident Evil 4 remake. I mean, like, it's also stood a too good. The Dusk <clears throat> HD pack is more than just
2: a model pack. They actually did all the world meshes, too. So all the weapons have been redone, the characters have been redone, and the worlds have been redone. So the game actually looks like pretty decent now i would say look before it looked like a 1996 game now it looks like a 2001 game so it's pretty it's pretty cool i think it's a pretty cool it's a uh, five-year
0: improvement right there let's be honest but those five years were big substantial Uh, also dusk just rocks that's such a good game yeah um
1: the best remake remaster goes to the resident evil 4 remake lock it in
0: hell yeah yeah all right all right fine fine uh (laughs) Best genre winner. So, this year, the beginning of the year, we're like, "Wow, there's going to be so many horror games. This is going to be the year of the horror game," and it was to some extent. But also, uh, there was some incredible first-person shooters that came out this year, and uh, incredible or pretty good souls <laughs> <laughs> uh, But um, <laughs> and uh, it, like, and the RPG genre. I really think the like. Oh, so yeah, like RPGs were like kind of the shit and uh, fighting games people are talking about fighting games again there was the Tekken demo came out this year what else anything else the Tekken Six. demo Metal Combat 1
2: Mortal Kombat 1 uh, Mortal Kombat Six. 1
1: was like really predatory though like yeah, it did
2: seem yeah. but there was basically a lot there was a lot of talk and hype about Street Fighter 6 coming out and this was going to be like the renaissance of the genre and I think to a degree it has been I don't think I wouldn't say I don't know if a renaissance of the genre is quite quite accurate but I think it's definitely like come back more. Um, Shade Fighter mm-hmm. 6 was the biggest launch on Steam of any fighting game ever, so hmm. On Steam, I, On Steam.
0: N- not yeah. a platform known for its fighting games, but that's no. that is pretty but it's, awesome.
2: But PC is starting to become the place where people play these kind of fighting games, which is a cool thing, yeah.
1: Well, I, I think it really should be between <laughs> best like the best genre was either horror or RPG because the like. It's yeah. undeniable that th- it was a renaissance year for those two genres. Like, uh, Hori. had. Can hit. we
2: also just What's mention up? mech games? Had a renaissance? Mech games. Mech game, there was a mech game that was like, a mech game came out. <laughs> like, just, I think that I happened. Think another mech
0: game came out uh, this year, too. I can't remember. There
2: was only but one. I feel like that, that was the
1: only of. one, though.
2: Yeah, but it was like, how often but does that Oren, happen?
0: How many mech games right. had you played before?
2: Yeah. Zero. <laughs> How
0: many mech games are currently? I don't in your think top it's the five? best genre,
2: but it's just worth mentioning <laughs> that saying. there was a mech game. Um, Instead of all right, Metal well, Gear Solid.
0: <laughs> before we punt first-person shooter, uh, there was uh, several was notable it? first-person shooters, particularly. Uh, CS2. What? Well, CS2, sure, yeah, but there was RoboCop. Um, oh, yeah. There was Turbo. There was a ton of like boomer shooter activity, like really That's good true. stuff uh, that true. came out. Uh, turbo Overkill, a midi, uh, medieval the. The Black uh, Labyrinth was really great, Harat was great. Rise of the Triad um, Remake remaster. Rise of right? the Triad Remake, Quake Two, uh the Bolt 2. Gun, the Warhammer, Forty K yep. Bolt Gun, Gunner. Like some pretty like a lot of good entries in that category. Um Eve Eternity Two came out this year too. Oh yeah, Eve Eternity Two. I hope that's on your top five. Holy shit. <laughs> Kevin, that's a game. That's if, if you Ace. you it's not too late to change the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> Um but uh okay. <laughs> But yeah, I think that the real fight here is between horror and RPG. And and on the horror side, we didn't get everything we thought we were gonna get. We didn't get the uh, remake of um, Silent Hill Two. Called, Silent Hill Two. But Which we did I get Which I think is RE4. a blessing
1: in disguise. Or Alone in the Dark. <laughs> oh yeah, or, <laughs> or Alone in the Alone Dark. Alone in the Dark
2: right. about this year too. So yeah. the but the,
1: the two mediocre mm-hmm. Uh, horror games did not come out this year, so well the unknown quantities. <laughs> we don't know. Say. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, we no. don't know. We don't. I know. shouldn't be a. Dick, that could be sorry. your game of the year next year. Yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't be a. Dick um, about it. But
0: uh, yeah, I mean, so okay, Dead Space Re4, those are both remakes. Uh, Alan Wake Two was a fresh game. How much it succeeds as a horror game, I question.
1: Sure.
0: Like, it definitely has a lot of survival horror mechanics, uh and it definitely has a horror atmosphere. But like. I don't know, were you scared? Oh, and the the bunker. I mean, you the bunker. Holy shit, that mm-hmm. game was incredible. Um, like those are like oh, four those are this. four
1: like bangers, you know what I mean? Like yeah. regardless of the Yeah, anyway, sorry. Go ahead.
2: I, oh, it's okay. I was interrupting you. Um, I think that the probably the Alan Wake um, subway part I thought was probably creepier than anything else that I played this year. Um Mostly because those ghost enemies, you don't know if they're going to ever attack you or not, and it gives us always a level of uncertainty with them that I thought was very effective. But I think, like, running else that I felt like was really scary this year. Like, there was, like, a split moment in Dead Space, but then after that, I didn't feel scary. I just I just enjoyed it. Um, I didn't really find it, it's just scary. Uh, yeah. Well, um, like, you I mean, well, well, here's no the thing there. with
1: uh, on the RPG side, like, honestly, like that could Ballers win cause you got you got Baldur's Gate, you got CSRs, you got Octopath Traveler, um, you do have Starfield though, which like from what I've heard did not succeed as an RPG, so it's like, double <clears throat> it really four. kind of,
3: yeah,
1: it, it kind of boils down to like where we feel passionate. Like, obviously, I feel like it should be horror, but like if you guys feel like RPG was the genre winner of this year, like that's that's fine i mean i get it
0: i mean for me i'll be quick uh, i uh, i really liked amnesia the bunker i really liked resident evil 4 and dead space i didn't finish dead space i should say but mostly just because i had just played it but like i definitely fell back in love with rpgs in a big way this year starting maybe last year but like oh my god dude yeah uh Baldur's gate 3 St- sea of stars um there's still a bunch of other ones too. Uh, Square released a Star Ocean Two remaster that's supposed to be incredible. Um, I, I would a, uh, I
1: would argue Talos Principle Two is an RPG as well. Like that game is a puzzle RPG. So yeah, like RPGs killed it this year.
2: I think um, if I have to like look at it step take a step back and be like, what was the genre that I think like performed the best? I think. A CRPG made a triple A. It was like made made with triple A success. A tr- CRPG, <laughs> like not a genre known for that. Uh, so I think I probably would have to nominate uh, RPG, even though I really love the horror games this year.
0: What is your What does your heart tell you? Because that was your mind. But
2: like that's my, that's my heart tells me that.
0: <laughs> your heart tells you CRPG. My heart RPG? tells me RPG. Yeah. Oh, okay. RPG. All right. All right. Then well, is that a lock?
1: i think we should lock rpg yeah i mean like it is remarkable that crpgs are mainstream now you know like it was that wasn't really true last year and now it is
2: that's a 2023 yeah exactly
1: yeah
0: Yeah. uh not only that just absolutely dominated every award yeah yeah okay uh let's let's move on the best style slash direction i guess we could also say slash vibes Sure. In which case, I'm I'm realizing I want to put Robocop on there. Um, of uh, 2023, it, Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, The Phantom Libertad, uh, so wait. Dead Space remake, yeah.
2: So I just I just want to before you finish. I'm sorry. Are, is this yeah. this is vibe, or style, is like
0: direction, I,
3: vibe,
2: direction? whole thing? because okay. I think those are different, but they're different, they'd be different choices for me at least. Okay, sorry, continue.
0: Okay, well, uh, Hefe Rush. Octopath Traveler, Dose, Resident Evil 4, Robocop, Rogue City, Sea of Sharts, System <laughs> Shock, and Street Fighter 6, Armored Core 6. A lot of sixes. Can we get one more six to to round it out? <laughs>
1: um, I'm really, I really th- feel like it should be Alan Wake 2. Like Alan Wake 2, I know. I know. Like I'm higher on that game than you guys are. But like that game's style and direction is so unique and groundbreaking in some pretty like awesome ways. Like it. First of all, it feels like it. Truly does feel like you're watching an interactive movie. And the way it mixes media with film and with video games and with text is just so inspired. But also on top of that, it brought back the Silent Hill 2 atmosphere in a big way. So, for me, it's Alan Mike 2 with a bullet.
3: Hmm. So, uh, Kevin?
2: <clears throat> my favorite graphical art style would probably go to Street Fighter 6. That came as such a cool look. Like, they went from cartoony to, like, sort of real, but also not. They kind of, like, this is, like, the stylized, not, not I would say realism, but stylized, like, more realistic fidelity graphics but still very cartoony <clears> at the same time. I thought, I really like the way that game looks. Like that's probably why I bought it. Is the graphics were so cool. Um for vibes, Armored Core 6 is a, such a vibe game. Like it's such a vibe game to the max. It probably like be my
1: number 2 Armored Core. 6. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's so vibey. Um I think I style and direction, I really also have to give Baldur's Gate 3 and here's why. I've complained on this podcast a lot about, like, high fantasy. Like, I'm a little sick of the genre, and Baldur's Gate 3 is nothing but high fantasy. <laughs> However, it feels like the most fresh high fantasy I've seen in forever. It has dwarves and elves, but none of them are boring, essentialized, stupid characters who are like, we're the elves, we are magical, and the dwarves, we're big. There's none of that crap. Like, the characters are just interesting people who are compelling characters that is not defined by their race, which is the most, like, boring fantasy trope that I'm just so sick of. So... Uh, it also has the Tieflings, who are like for me, for me, original and new. I know that they're from uh, Planescape, and the, the uh, Githyanki, who are also for me fresh and new. They're not just tired dwarves and elves again. It's like new, new races of characters that I hadn't seen before, and they have their own fun trappings and styles. So, Baldur's Gate 3 was like the like I feel like the freshest fantasy I played since like playing Souls for the first time. So I, I have to have to give that game a, a nod for that. <clears throat> so wait, what was your pick? Um I don't know. I you had to go with you, one. I can't pick one. Yet. You, you you talk and I'll make a decision.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> Quickly, uh Sea of Stars has a just gorgeous pixel art aesthetic. Um the only thing I would knock that game for is that the character portraits do this thing where they like over-animate their face through like like sometimes mm. and it's like cringy mm. um other than that i, I love the artists can't stand the faces <laughs> the character portraits sometimes make in conversations um uh, i really like the way system shock looked because it was like a mm-hmm. great melding of like retro with like modern technology and almost a triple a aesthetic uh you know, Phantom, Phantom Liberty obviously is just gorgeous, but I actually think I like the uh, the zone they created for this a little less than some of the other stuff because it's just kind of like a giant trash pit. I do like that big uh, pyramid oh, though. Yeah. Um,
2: that game such a vibe one. too. That game's such. A Octopath
0: fun. Traveler has a really awesome the HD two D thing looks really cool. I know they they did that five years ago first, and it, it looked like that, but that's kind of I think Square has been doing, and I think it's it's very effective. I it guess. is also like a take it or leave it thing some people hate it so i I, I Mm -hmm. get that um man alan wake 2 if there's one thing that game does it's 10 out of 10 it's the style oh my god like it's so so stylistic it's it's clearly pulling from sources that i know well but um but it's doing it exceptionally well it's got you know really good decisions Uh, yeah (sighs) <sighs> Baldur's Gate 3 like like Kevin said it so right it's it's the freshest feeling high fantasy setting uh, I've you know I've experienced it in an incredibly long time it doesn't feel like Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones yeah. or D&D for lack of a better words like it, it feels totally fresh uh, and it's really the character writing I mean it's just propped up by just incredible writing Um, I don't fucking know man I like I could kind of be persuaded to go either either way, you know. Uh, well, I for me, if I rush, more, cool.
2: I, really my push. votes would be Armored Core Six, Street Fighter Six, and Baldur's Gate Three. I'm not sure w- which of those three I would pick, but
3: they're all um, great for
1: different reasons. I kind of I, I guess this gets contentious because I wouldn't go for any of those. I mean, like I love Armored Core 6's style, but like when I actually I said it was my second choice, it's actually my third choice because I would say Alan Wake Two has the best style and direction but my second choice would be hi-fi rush because hi-fi rush is a game that feels like a monolith today it's like what if we did a colorful ps2 gamecube era game and we just ran with that style and i just love it for it but even though i love hi-fi rush's style so much i just think think what alan Wake like 2 is doing it's like gonna be like it's gonna be it's raised the bar of cinematic narrative games in like a pretty meaningful way
0: Hmm. When you put it that way, I almost feel like uh, you're, you're selling me a Baldur's Gate 3, Orn. <laughs> but, uh, well, like ugh. Baldur's
1: Gate 3, I will say is a great choice in that, like, it is a game that is just a CRPG and Dungeons and Dragons. And it's like, so incredibly based in that way. It's literally like, we're just doing this thing. If you like it, great if you don't like it whatever we're still doing this thing and it just runs with it and it ended up being a lot of people's game of the year so like honestly like that that is mm. a great choice if you guys really feel that way
0: uh oof. how do you feel about alan Wake too, kevin
2: um so i <clears throat> i really like his presentation um anything that seen them with sam like in it like i or his character uh alex casey is just like the best my favorite part of that game I felt like a little bit they were aping Twin Peaks a little too hard at times. Like watching them drink coffee and you sink I was like, okay guys, like I I like I like the homages here, but it's a little heavy-handed like it's a <laughs> sure. bit much. No, I agree. <laughs> um um but I I do think that that game is just dripping in style? I didn't I didn't play it enough to really have like a, a strong opinion to be honest. Like what I saw I really liked. Um but I just I, I didn't stick with it for for whatever reason. So I don't have anything bad to say about it. I think it's like it, it's style was really cool. Um, I just think that Baldur's Gate 3 really subverted my expectations of, like, a fantasy video game in ways that I, I like, like I said, I really can't give anything sense like, Souls. So, like, that is just, it's, like, like somehow it's simultaneously a high fantasy game and also, like, an incredible vampire fiction story. Like, it's, like, they managed to pull off both of these things. And also, it's got like this Lovecraftian... and it's just like it has all of the things that I really like about uh, the classic horror built into it as well. Because I know the Rain Riders are like a massive fan of horror, apparently, so that's why all of that stuff mm. is uh, so intertwined in there. Um, like Asterion going up to the a mirror and saying, "Like looking good," I think. Like <laughs> he can't see himself. <laughs> in it. Like just that that detail is incredible. Like the, like that's just that's Baldur's mm. Gate, you know. So like that kind of stuff is just. I don't know. I feel like that game's probably gonna be my choice. That's your choice. I
3: think so.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I mean, like if it's it feels like it's going in that direction. Like, like if you got if you guys aren't high on Elm, like 2 that's fine. Like, I think Baldur's Gate three, like what it did, was so brave, and the direction it took was so brave, and it paid off big time. So, like, I'm, it's not a bad choice.
0: Hmm. I think I would ultimately ultimately go with Baldur's Gate three based off Kevin's persuaded me. A I didn't finish Alan Wake two yet, uh, and Neither. Uh, it's on it's on my list. But sorry um, Sam, like sorry but Alan Wake Sorry, 2. yeah. I uh, no hate there. It hmm. seems like a great game. I do think that yeah, Baldur's Gate like transcending its genre trappings to like an extreme degree. Yeah, how strongly do you feel about Alan Wake two, Warren?
3: Yeah.
1: I f- I feel strongly about it, but I also don't think my opinion represents like the three of us. I think it seems like Baldur's Gate 3 is that and also like even though I haven't played it, I do admire like uh it, it's it's uh, it's almost like uh seeing like an old man driving his car and it, it like that guy is like so like my driving might be bad or it might be good, but I don't care. I'm going to stay in my lane. Like it has like that mentality, but in like a way that's really exceptional and really awesome that they just stuck to their guns. They didn't fall for triple a trends. Like it needs to be like an action adventure game with real time combat. And I think that's awesome. So like, I think, I think it should be Baldur's gate three.
0: All right. Baldur's gate Three, uh, you all want to take a quick break?
3: Yeah,
1: but before we do that, I'm going to officially announce it. Baldur's Gate 3 has won Best Style and Direction. Oh, nice,
0: nice, yay, Baldur's Gate 3. Good job, we're back. Uh, quickly, Best Style and Direction went to Baldur's Gate 3. Best Genre winner of 2023 was RPG, Best Remake or Remaster was obviously Resident Evil 4. Best DLC was Hitman Freelancer. Best music was Alan Wake 2, specifically The Herald of Darkness. Best weapon, Ada's Shotgun from Resident Evil 4. Best moment, Baldur's Gate 3. No one is safe from any of your choices. Uh, Most disappointing thing was the slow death of Arcane, but also the 9,000 layoffs. Best game feel goes to Armored Core 6. Is that right? That's what we chose? Yeah, yeah I, I forgot already. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Now let's move on to the best character of the year. Lock it up, Asterion. All right, next category. Um, <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. Let's 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 have this conversation. Or who are the nominees?
1: Well, for best character of the year, we have Ati from Alan Wake Two, the Coscola brothers from Alan Wake Two, Luis Navarro from the Resident Evil Four remake. Solomon Reed from Cyberpunk 2077, the Phantom Liberty. Asterion from Baldur's Gate 3. Is it Lazelle? Lazel. Lazel. Lazel from Baldur's Gate 3. Minthera and Shadow Bay. Is that how you say oh, man.
2: it? They're also good choices. <laughs>
1: from Baldur's. Those Gate Those are two three 3. different
0: characters. Um,
1: and then uh, we got two more: Garl from Sea of Stars and Handler Walter from Armored Core Six. Six to one. Six two, yes. one. <laughs> handler walter is a great character um, he's a great character he's a great character you know Who do we want
0: to knock off the list
1: i mean like i feel like you guys are gonna just go Asterian, um which is <laughs> totally fine i mean Asterian's awesome but um my choice believe it or not as much as i love the alan wake 2 characters i think i would go with louise from the resident Evil four remake i really loved mm. louise so much in the RA four remake he he's was awesome so fun louise is
0: he's, he's incredible great. Yeah. In any other y- year, I feel like the obvious choice for for best character would go to Louise. Uh Yeah. Garth a for supporting Stars. character. Like, mm-hmm. they
2: really they killed it with him. Like he's so, yeah. I love him in that game. He's such an improvement over the original character. Yeah, yeah. he really like, kind of stole the show in that game.
1: He was incredible. He has so many great moments and lines and uh oh my gosh, and I just love his like swashbuckling attitude and Yeah. I also like it's how funny. he's, like, a deep character at the same time, too. He has, like, regret over the virus and playing a role in creating it. Like, he, he's just the whole... I just love Luis, He's so great. <laughs> yeah.
2: He's awesome. No question.
0: Hmm. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, I'll quickly eliminate Garl from Sea of Stars. he He's a cool character. The story in that game isn't, like, that awesome, but, like... He's the, he's probably the only character that I really liked in that game. So, uh, but but he was quite likable.
2: <clears throat> I think we should, as much as I don't want to, eliminate Minthara and Shadowheart from Baldur's Gate because what? Shadow TV. Bay but is but destroyed. The only, okay, let me finish. The only reason I say that is, is because we have two better characters <laughs> on mm. this list. <laughs> so Minthara, the Drow, the extreme pragmatist, villainous Mithara uh, is. If you, make sure I would say like if you play Baldur's Gate, like make sure that you get her she's easy to miss but she says such amazing things it's different moments of the game uh she's really she's really in the, and the, the actress who plays her is really good obviously shadow heart everyone's favorite right <laughs> come on she's, she's an easy well, everybody's she's, favorite romance partner but, romance um, partner but actually lazale's secretly the best one maybe a staring. i don't know hmm. but but um yeah uh shadow heart's obviously great you know everyone's favorite follower of Shar. But I, I feel like I have to, if I had to choose between those four, like, Estrella and Lizelle would be the two that I would, right, Aaron?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. Minthara, I, she's not even in my party, but what little I've seen of her is just like, oh she's
2: my She's amazing. God. <laughs> I mean, the fact that she's a character you can have in your party, she's... she's
0: The fact that she's a character that like 99% of people won't have in her party, it and has got well written... I know.
2: I think it's really <laughs> shitty. She's so awesome. I was like, I have to take you everywhere. I just want to see what you're going to say about anything that I'm doing. <laughs> yeah um, uh nobody cares about solomon reed no i like solomon reed a lot he was a great conflicted character i also really liked uh i forgot her name debbie <laughs> the other lady that helps you
1: oh Zuma, yeah you i know what you're talking me. about um i can't remember Zuma's her name big, like solomon, she was but uh, she was good but solomon reed solomon was reed. like a character from he. he was literally like a character from the wire in cyberpunk wow you know interesting uh, how that, they did that okay <laughs> yeah he got a bell in there but it's, it's He great got strung he, in there yeah he, I, I love how he uh is a character who just it, it just feels like he knows what he's doing is wrong the whole time but he does it anyway because it's like he doesn't know what else to do you know and i just think that's like really fascinating kind of saying how corporations are greater than the individual just in that character um I thought was really compelling
2: in in some weird ways he reminds me a little bit of Mintharan because he's so pragmatic he's like he's really like like he he kind of understands all the systems at play and he just kind of takes the best pragmatic position
1: yeah even if it's like to his detriment too to his detriment I, which I think yeah. is fascinating um yeah I, really I mean
3: him. do you guys I feel like <clears throat>
1: Do you guys feel like it just should just be Asterion because he just took over the internet and everyone's lives?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh,
0: I mean yes, but um, <laughs> but I, I I don't want him to in it. In it uh, I don't know. So like Asterion is such an awesome character and like, but he's in a game. It, it's it's almost a bummer that he gets so much credit, not because he isn't the best character, because he is, but like. So many of the other ca- characters are so good that, like, yeah, we don't even have Karlak on this list. Carlack, <laughs> yeah, uh, because they played football with her head, but um, Carlac's <laughs> 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 great, yeah, like,
2: uh, you know. Lazale is like <clears throat> one of the <clears throat> most fascinatingly conflicted characters that I've seen in a video game, and the way that she deals with it is very interesting. Uh, she's also, as a romance partner, a very interesting character as well. She's like secretly the most romantic character I think like ever, which you not would expect because she's so standoffish when you meet her. But I think uh, I also want to just mention Ati is awesome. Oh yeah, Ati yeah. <laughs> is such he a is. great choice. I, I mean, I remember him more from Control because I haven't played as much Alan Wake too, unfortunately. But uh, the ever mysterious Ati, he's almost like. He's almost like a weird, not like evil the G-Man. version of the G man. <laughs> exactly, yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I uh, just love let... too. Really funny.
1: Yeah, the thing about Ati that's so great is that he's like such like kind of like a simple-minded like janitor, a uh, fin- Finnish guy, but it seems like he understands the laws of the universe more than any other character in the game. But he like never lets it on. He's always showing up in places where you don't think he would be, and. I just think that's really clever. He's, he's like a true David Lynch-style character. I, I, I love Ati, but I, I think yeah. my vote would still just be Luis, just because he's just such an enjoyable character. Um, I just really love Luis.
2: If I had to choose between these, I would probably pick Lazale, Asterian, and Luis, and like Solomon Reed probably as well, but I think the other three would be like the ones that stuck out probably the most to me
0: if you had to pick between Lizelle and Asterion
2: who would you pick so I haven't finished either stories um but I think that they're both there's really like I don't think one is necessarily better than the other like I don't know I, I really like them both I think um casting uh I don't I don't I think it was intentional that they cast the guy who's in like three different Resident Evil games as an undead character like there's no way that that was a mistake right <laughs> but apparently he iterated on this character for the course of five years yeah it's yeah they started a long time ago so i don't so know it's an impressive i don't know i just think like in terms of complexity i think the Butler's Gate characters are all the most because of there's so many different vari- variations that they could be yeah i don't know it's just so much I, i'm fine with me. either of them i would pick either of them no problem those are probably hmm. my two favorite characters should we pick
0: lazelle just to be just to be uh yeah
2: i don't think she gets enough credit honestly
0: She's been uh, riding around in my uh, mercenary paladin's uh, pocket for the past 50 hours because we killed her. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you don't even know what she's like. I don't even curtain. know what she's like. Oh, I mean I, She
0: insulted my nose, so she's dead. But um, no, I, I, I mean I had her for like 25 hours, so she's pretty awesome. I feel like um, we could do it. All, all, just, I don't know. It's really hard to top Asterian, though.
2: Asterian, like, as a vampire, and, like, against vampire like the most fiction obvious character, choice, though. like, he's, like, one of the best memorable vampire stories I've, I've seen in a long time. And, like, the way he sleeps like a vampire, and he runs around with this vampire run, it's just all of those things are just... <laughs> and he's also really funny. I, I don't know. It's a hard choice. I, th- I think Asterian's, like, maybe, like, the one who probably would slightly float to the top. I don't know, though. I think Lazale's like, amazing. I think she's, she's good. So, I...
0: I'll back you up on whatever you pick, Kevin.
2: Well, I, is this just me? I mean, Oren also has a uh, Luis, and I think Luis yeah. is awesome. I like
0: Luis too. I, I almost feel like we could go uh, Asterion slash Luis as an honorable mention because okay. he is so good. Because so it sucks that Baldur's Gate is like the game with great characters, so it's almost unfair to everybody else that we're like, have got like five Baldur's Gate characters on here or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
2: and the thing <laughs> is, that game's so built around engaging with them versus other games where they're in just like a cutscene or they're in just a couple of moments of the game but like they're not like you don't get you don't spend hours talking they to don't each character. have a hundred
0: hours of dialogue yeah. yeah
2: so it's not it's not quite a, a fair comparison I think Oren
1: yeah I mean I would vote Luis but like I get it I've I've heard so much about Baldur's Gate 3 like the fact that like My sister has so many hours into Baldur's Gate 3 and she just talks about how great Astarion is as if she has like a parasocial (laughs) relationship with him. It's like, I mean, I think it's just amazing (laughs) that like my sister who doesn't even like CRPGs feels that way. So, I mean, I feel like it has to be Astarion, but if you, but like if you guys want to be different, like Lizelle sounds like a cool pick too.
2: I want to replay the game again just to do more of Lazale stuff. Like, just because I think she's that good. So, like, hmm. I'm going to do a more stuff this playthrough.
1: So, like.
0: So, you feel extremely strong
2: about Lazelle. I think Lazale's a, a very good choice, yeah.
1: I think you guys should could do go it. With Asterian. I think a would be too easy. You should do a Lazale.
2: Yeah, let's pick Lazale. Character of the year.
0: All right. Okay. Lock it in. That's. Right. Uh, I killed it. So, character hey, of the like
1: year her. is Lazale, <laughs> footballers K3, our favorite
0: standoffish Kith Yankee. Yeah, who talks shit about your face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. All right, uh, I did not see that coming either. So, yeah,
1: that's that's character of the year, Lazale from Baldur's Gate 3. Lock it in. All
0: right. She is also on the front cover. She is. She's the first character you meet in the game. That's true. She is the first character you meet in the game.
1: I'm looking her up right now. I want to see what she looks like. Oh, yeah, she looks cool. Oh, she's a... she looks cool. She's a,
0: she's looks like a lizard person or something.
2: <laughs> her whole, everything about her is interesting. Her whole story is great.
0: She's also the first person you see in the opening cutscene. Yep. Uh all right, all right. Shadow Bay got robbed. Um <laughs> so okay. Guys, 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 guys. How are we going to do this? I think we are going to do a start uh, a tan and go around the table. Sh- yeah Uh uh-huh uh-huh uh-huh
1: you want to do a round table uh, or do you want to drop them like each top 10 at once like how do you want to do it
0: no let's do a round table it's more fun it's more all right Um, yeah let's do it so okay guys and so here's i I saw this on uh, remap formerly uh waypoint radio they did a similar thing and when somebody picked a game that another person had higher on their list they deferred so like if I was like number ten, Armored Core six, and Kevin's like, no, can't talk about that yet until I until I get because that's my number three game or whatever. Okay, but
2: that's but awesome. wouldn't that
0: be spoilery? Um, well, I won't say what game it is. I'll just say can't talk about that just yet. So okay. if I
2: say, uh, yeah. but we'll know it's on your list then, I guess. Okay.
0: Well, no, because I'll say yeah, my ten, my number ten okay. game is Armored Core six, and you'll be like, okay, and you, I mean, we'll know, yeah, you'll okay. know it's on your list. Okay. But we won't know okay. where. Um. All right. So an do you want to go first with uh, number ten?
1: Sure. Uh, number ten surprisingly was one of the hardest ones for me. Like I, I was really struggling with number ten because like six games could have gone to it. But <laughs> to Kevin's chagrin, I think I'm going to go with Remnant Two as number ten. <laughs> and um, That's I th- cool. I think the nice. reason why I'm going with Remnant Two is I really disliked the final boss. And I really disliked a lot of the storytelling in the final couple hours of that game. But I feel like I let that cloud how much fun I had with that game up until that point. Because I'm like, oh yeah, like I thought it was like a top five game of the year up until that ending. So I shouldn't hmm. let the, the final boss fight completely nuke my feelings about that game. So... Of all the Souls-like I played this year, I thought Remnant 2 was the best one. So I'm going with Remnant 2. I think it's a great Resident Evil 4-style take on Souls-likes. And I think it's great despite its flaws. So that's my number 10.
0: Okay. Kevin?
1: Uh, my number 10
2: is Last of Us Part 1. Oh, uh, cool. That came out this year for PC for me, so I got to play it for mm. the first time this year. Um, just had to, we all know the PC port wasn't great they did patch it and update it and i did have a really good time playing the game and i got to kind of reappraise it which was a really fun thing to do it's always fun to do that it's fun to like go from not liking something to liking something because then you can identify with people who like it you can share with them so that's all it's always it's fun it's, i like doing that so uh i really enjoyed that game i talked about it a lot already but
1: yeah awesome
0: okay uh, my number 10's slightly aspirational and slightly a cheat it is the system shock and dead space remaster neither of which i finished so uh and uh both because they're games that kind of require you to get really emerged in like uh emerged uh yeah uh they they require you know a certain level of concentration and patience that i just was not really able to find to complete them but uh they're both uh good good ass games and uh, i think they they deserve some recognition but uh yeah number 10 so uh or nine
1: awesome yeah number nine um first of all i just want to apologize if you hear people screaming i gotta say it is football so just fyi um (laughs) (laughs) Um, my number nine is viewfinder um Mm -hmm. i think Mm. viewfinder is a really great puzzle game that's only like four hours long i think what's keeping it from being higher on my list is that even though i love the central mechanic of the game so much i think it becomes diminishing returns after a first, after like a certain point. So like the game is like four hours long. So it's like the first two hours of that game are the best game you've ever played. But the game doesn't really like build on it in a way that's super meaningful. So it kind of just ends, which kept it a little bit lower for me, but I still felt strongly about it. It still felt like a new type of puzzle game. So Viewfinder is my number nine. Cool. Cool. Who's next? Kev- Kevin. Oh, Kevin.
2: Uh, my number nine is Super Mario Wonder. Uh, oh, I nice. really liked the, that game. Uh, I definitely want to put it in my top ten. I think like it's more of an iterative, small upgrade, but it's very much I think a new Mario World. But I don't think it does anything incredibly new, despite the fact that the co op does not. You don't <laughs> collide anymore. So it's the best Mario co op game I think uh, for sure. Uh Except for that fucking armor. crown.
0: The crown. Dude, the crown? Who's got the crown? How do you that, make that's not someone there. have the crown?
2: They've changed I think, it? I don't remember. The the gold game had the crown. But I don't think there's a crown in the new one. No, there's a crown. It's like whoever... Whatever. This is a total tangent. But okay. it, it is a great game. I don't okay. make a shit on your brain. It's just yeah, like yeah. one little
3: complaint. Right. But um,
2: yeah, it's a great Switch game. Probably the best platformer this year that I played. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number nine is Octopath Traveler 2. I contemplated even putting this on here, but I actually really, really liked what I did play of it, it just got a little frustrating to keep Agreed. me from seeing it all the way through with some of the story segments being a little too long-winded and I also kind of over-leveled my character for some of the content so I was like running into encounters where I was just completely dominating which is kind of a classic problem of JRPGs but uh, I, I do really like that game and I probably will finish it at some point. I just, there was so much going on.
1: Cool. Yeah. Now we are at a, at number eight. Yep, number eight. My number eight. This was actually a surprisingly tough one, Um, but I think number eight. I'm going to go with Cocoon, which I was contemplating putting higher on my list because it's a four hour puzzle game, and it's virtually perfect. Like every, like the way the game introduces mechanics to you, and it all builds to a final puzzle that's incredible, and it's four hour runtime. Like, it's masterful. So I'm thinking, like, why shouldn't I why did I not put this higher on my list? And I think the reason why is sometimes like a lasting impact of a game does matter. And the fact of the matter is, is that I haven't really thought about Cocoon at all. Like since I played it. Like I sat down, I played it for four hours, thought it was amazing, and I never really thought about it again. <laughs> so I think like that lasting aftertaste is important to the media you consumed because the best games I've ever played are the ones that I think about long after I beat them. And Kakuna kind of just stopped thinking about. But for what it is, it is a great puzzle game. And I do recommend people check it out.
2: Hmm. Uh, My number eight is the Dead Space remake. Oh, hell uh. yeah. Really enjoyed that game. I had to make sure it got my top 10. I think it got kind of overshadowed by a lot of the releases this year, but I think it was a really good effort. I think it was like a very, very good remake of the original game, which didn't need to be remade, I agree. But I think they did a great job with it. And they managed to do some new stuff with it that that uh, I think really worked. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, my number eight is Sea of Stars. I've already talked about it a bunch this podcast, but it's just a really good, solid JRPG from start to finish. And... um I liked everything about it except for the over-animated, uh, faces, which is just, it's just like a nitpick, but it's just like, it keeps happening and I'm like, mm. but, uh, Sea <laughs> of Stars is awesome. Yeah. All right. Or a number seven.
1: I'm curious if Aaron has this on his list, but my number seven is RoboCop Rogue City. Is that on your list?
0: Uh, it's a near miss. It did not, it did not end up on my list, but it could have,
1: um, yeah, I mean, RoboCop Rogue City, to me, um, it has its flaws. Um, I think the first five hours are really slow. But once the game kind of abandons its RPG-centric mechanics and just becomes a full-on shooter, I think it's the best shooter of its kind since the original Fear. Like, the way it integrates particle effects, slow motion, gore, um, it's just awesome. And I, al- it's also just a great game to play if you love RoboCop because there's so many callbacks um it's obviously doesn't have the genius of paul verhoeven's satire but i think it makes up for it with all like the fan service and just how fun the combat is so robocop rogue city is my number seven
0: yeah i like that game a lot too i don't know if i've got past the like the beginning parts where it's like playing like it's all of a sudden it's like this is like deus ex or or like mass effect um Hmm. But uh, but I, I, I think the combat is is exceptionally good. Um, it nice. it really actually reminds me a lot. I was telling Kevin about this of uh, Wolfenstein, like Wolfenstein 2, The New Order in some ways, like oh, same for sure. kind, very yeah. similar. Like Man, I'll just, love it then. <laughs> That's one of my favorite of all time. <laughs> um, That's the case. Yeah, I think you'll like it a lot. But I'll uh, check it out. yeah,
1: it's really underrated. Care. It's probably like the last time like i'm usually not a metacritic person but when i saw the 72 metacritic for that game after i had finished it i was like wow i really am out of sync with the critics on this one because i think it's way better than that but who's to say (laughs) anyway
2: so uh my number seven is (laughs) tears of the kingdom Mm.
0: All
1: right, oh, save it. Oh damn! Whoa! Save it. Oh save my it. god, that's uh, crazy. Okay. Number seven. Okay. My
0: number seven. You ready for something crazy? Resident Evil Four. Okay. All right, save it. Save it. <laughs> save it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, those were two uh, bangers back to back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. I, I appreciate Numbers. it. I appreciate the audacity. Um, I like Number it. six. Number six. Oh man, number six is so hard. <clears throat> Number six for me is going to be the Talos Principle Two, and mm. this uh, first of all, I want to preface this. My top six are so close, like, mm. mm-hmm. like yeah, me too. It's it it's rough. It is rough putting the Talos Principle Two at number six, because the Talos Principle Two is my favorite puzzle game to come out since the Outer Wilds, and on top of that, uh, as a cherry on top, it it integrates Bethesda style um dialogue options and storytelling in a way that was really cool and creative um i think what keeps it from being higher on my list is it was a little too long like it's it's like a 40 hour long puzzle rpg which like was amazing i was really into it for the first 20 to 30 hours but i think some of the puzzles start to become a little too redundant you start to get like a little bit of puzzle fatigue just playing puzzle like puzzles over and over again. But um I think I think the game is still remarkable. It actually is painful for me to put in number 6 cuz I think it is so great. But ultimately this was a crazier for games. So and like when I pitted against the five other games in my top 6, um, it's it's just number 6. So my number 6 is The Talos Principle 2.
3: Hmm.
2: Uh, my number six is uh, Phantom Liberty, Cyberpunk. Um, I feel bad even not having it as high as it is, cause, but it's just this, this year. This isn't a save it. Oh, it's, it's, not not a save a sa-
1: it's not a save it. It's not a save it. I'm so sorry. No everyone. one else
2: even made it up.
0: It's it's also my number six, so I don't know if that counts to save it. Okay. okay. You
3: guys
2: well, could talk, we'll talk about, about it together. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we talked about it a lot. Great. <clears throat> right. This game's awesome. It's the They 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 rejuvenated the game. They managed to add an awesome DLC. I think I'm really sad that they're leaving the engine as well. This proprietary Mm -hmm. engine. I have a feeling the next one's gonna the Unreal game is gonna be a totally different experience. Um, I'm just like it makes me feel nice that Cyberpunk like got a pleasant bookend to its story because I do think its story was fraught with hardship and difficulty. So like ending it with this was a really nice way to like send it off. Uh, and I, and, and I also really like the ending for it too. So yeah, Aaron. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I just think it's,
0: you know, the 2.0 stuff is incredible. That's kind of part of, part of the reasons why it's here. I actually played a lot of the 2.0, like vanilla cyberpunk before phantom liberty came out. And, um, I just think it's like the biggest, most ambitious expansion, uh, that we've seen to a game in like forever. Yeah. and it's 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 really cool that they did that and it's you know it's like you're gonna get one thing but it's gonna be game length and uh and I, I yeah it's
2: it's great I don't know it's such a
0: bummer.
1: yeah I wish
2: I, I wish I could have put it higher <laughs>
0: yeah
3: yeah
1: okay. I am um, was contemplating putting it on my list um I feel like I should have but it's just tough it's just one of those years yeah <laughs> it's tough there's a All lot right. of games I love get-
0: yeah. Getting into the front half uh, or the back half. I don't know which half it is, but it's, it's half or number five.
1: All right. Number five is complicated because it's technically my favorite game ever made. But I've been, I've been loving Hitman for so long. Hitman was my 2016 game of the year. Hitman 2 was my 2018 game of the year. My 2021 game of the year was Hitman 3. So Hitman Freelancer is going to be number five. I do agree that it is the best version of Hitman. So technically, it is number one because it is my favorite game of all time. But mm-hmm. I think for me, personally, I want to celebrate other games this year that surprised me more and gave me like something different. So this is totally a personal thing of being, of suffering from Hitman fatigue. But... Oh but I still fucking love it. And I know we ignore, I totally ignored the rule of saving it, but I just yeah, wanted, I should have saved it. Uh, but I just, I, wa- I I just to wanted to it, but... get my piece out there that I support <laughs> yeah, yeah. you, Aaron, if you love it that much in our collective top 10, but that's my number <laughs> five.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I should have said save it, but I, I didn't want to interrupt you. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll save it for you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Kevin. All right,
2: guys. <laughs> number five for me is Polish K3.
1: Mm. Oh, oh!
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: that doesn't really surprise me that much. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: uh, we'll talk about it, or should I just? I feel like I, I feel like at this point we shouldn't. Uh, oh, save thing.
3: it, save it. Yeah. yeah okay. Let's just,
0: uh, All right, on, let's just save it. Uh, my number five is *Amnesia: The Bunker*. Um, I, you know, short but sweet, uh, highly replayable. Like I felt it was the scariest horror game, and the reason I, I thought a lot about like, do I like this better than *Resident Evil 4*? Like, wh- how do I, how do I? pit these two against each other and uh for me it was just like this game represents more of and not just like the first person hiding stuff but just like like seeing a game that takes immersive sim elements and resident evil one kind of elements and and mixes them together i'd love to see more of that in the survival horror
2: space so i thought it was uh i liked it a lot i think for the top three we shouldn't do the save it thing because that's like too spoilery okay uh number four oran
1: Alright, number four, for me, this was another tough one. <laughs> number four is going to be Alan Wake 2. Um, Alan Wake 2 is a really interesting game to talk about because I think, as a video game, it's not very good. I think it's the shooting is bad, the combat's bad, um, the pacing is all over the place. I don't like the mind-place mechanic. I don't like the jump scares. Um, there's like a lot I don't like about Alan Wake 2, but... At the same time, I think about it all the time. It's like a game Hmm. that after I finished it, I was like underwhelmed initially, but I just thought about it constantly. And then like a month later, I played it on New Game Plus, which made me appreciate it even more. And I still think about Alan Wake 2. And I know that when the DLCs drop, I'm going to play those DLCs. I'm going to love them. And I'm going to keep thinking about Alan Wake 2 for a long time. And um, I guess like the last thing I'll say about Alan Wake too is, I think Sam Lake and company have really paved the way for like how multimedia experiences are gonna be in video <clears> games <throat> that mix media with you know again, reading with text with uh with uh, the gameplay elements like just the way they interweave all of these different media into one thing, is so compelling, and it kind of makes it feel like they're operating at a level that other people wish they could operate at um i just kind of hope that they're able to click it together a little bit better and have it coalesce a little bit better in the future it seems like they haven't quite quite got there yet especially on the gameplay front but that game really left an impression on me and i think about it all the time so Hmm. for that alan wake 2 is my number
3: four
0: all right uh, my number four. I gotta look back at my list. What is my number four? Uh, Counter Strike Two. Uh, I. Wow. Oh, I mean it is That's my favorite than game of all thought. time. But it's it's it is it is it is almost not a new game. It is a new game, but it's yeah. almost not a new game. Um, it is the game I played the most this year. I put like two hundred something hours into Counter Strike this year. It's probably the game I'll play the most next year. Or I guess this year. Uh, so last year and this year, but whatever. Um, and uh, I, you know, I think it's I think it's the best first person shooter you can spend your time on. But uh, I felt that the other entries on my list deserved special mention a little more than that. Mm. So, uh, all right, we're getting to the top three categories. Wait, Orin, I didn't what, do uh, number four. didn't. Oh, go yet. did I skip you? You skipped yeah, me. Kevin. Oh my god, I'm
2: so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I didn't do my number four. Okay, my number four is Returnal. Oh yeah! So oh, interesting. I yeah. I was gonna put Returnal as my number one, and then Fuck we could up. vote as it to be our number one, and we could fix 2021. But I decided that, oh, that would be a lame cop out, so I shouldn't do that. <laughs> so Returnal is my number four, uh, the game that made me like roguelikes. Returnal is the mm. shit. I dig Top it.
3: three.
2: All right. Uh, all right, Orin, number three. So wait, wait, wait. Before we do this, wait. our predictions are. I'm just. Running, just, running, just, running, just running. Okay. Oh yeah, how are they tracking? How they they tracking like, here so far? What's 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 been sliced? So, uh, Aaron, Aaron for me, Street Fighter 6, already 4 ac Yeah, 6. what did
1: you guys pr- predict for me?
2: So, I guess for Aaron, Counter-Strike 2, which is already wrong, Baldur's Gate yeah. 3, and Hitman Freelancer, which I think is also wrong. Right?
1: Well, I think... No, no, I think, no, no. I think Baldur's and Hitman are both in his top three, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should take stock I, after, but... Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, um, um okay is it my turn
0: it's your turn number three
1: number three is armored core six i mean like armored save Core it. Six. oh yeah are we,
2: are, we, are, you can, are we gonna save it
1: yeah, yeah no let's save, yeah, save it, save okay. it. armored okay, core six it. number okay. three
0: you guys okay. you guys talk about it together when, when when
2: kevin pulls it number three kevin uh my number three is re4 remake
1: oh hell yeah save it so top three <laughs> 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 i knew that's gonna be a save it
0: um okay <laughs> Uh, my number three is, uh, what the hell is my number three? Uh, my number three is uh, Hitman Freelancer. I mean,
1: hell yeah. dude, Hitman right,
0: Freelancer track, is track. the best fucking roguelike. It is the best stealth game. It is the best Hitman game. Um, I will probably put another 50, 60 hours into that game this year. I, nice. I love it. The only reason I haven't been playing it is because there's been so many games to play. <laughs> that it's just been it's been kind of uh, ignored but i still love it i still think about playing it i think about it all the time it's uh it's it's incredible
1: yeah right, now I, we're getting
0: really top yeah. two
1: well, well i i do want to just piggyback off of what you were saying with hitman freelancer like i really do i just think i just this i just think io interactive are just the best today i just think that what they've done with the Hitman games is just remarkable. And I've said again that hit the Hitman world of assassination is my favorite game of all time. So I will support Hitman freelancer being in our collective top 10, hopefully high. So there we go. Even though it was my number five, but it was really just a personal thing of some Hitman fatigue, but I still fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Number
1: Ugh. I don't know if you guys are ready for this.
0: I don't know if I'm ready for this either. I, I'm Yeah.
1: Number two is Resident Evil 4 Remake.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. So, all like, right. the
1: re- the reason why I'm putting... So, here, so I we can talk about to, it now. Yeah, we can talk about it now. Um, the reason why Resident Evil 4 Remake is my number two and not my number one is because, like, one, I think it's one of the best games of all time, but I also feel when I think about 2023 having a remake be the game of the year feels like a missed opportunity and i will explain why at my number one but i do want to emphasize that the resident evil 4 remake is the greatest third person shooter i've ever played the gameplay loop that they that capcom has achieved with resident evil 4 remake is so addictive and so compelling that like i can literally literally cannot stop playing it i have over 150 hours into this game i still love playing it i'm going to be playing it into 2024 it is incredible, but I don't know if I should have the remake be my number one when I have the opportunity to do that for another game. So, my number two is Resident Evil 4 Remake. Uh, Kevin, what do you think? Uh,
2: yeah, our RE2, or RE4 Remake is, is amazing. Uh, they delivered on all <clears throat> the things that I was worried about, um, and they succeeded and they also it managed to implement an incredible DLC which was like as good as the campaign <laughs> so because of that I also had to be like wow this game this game has to go way higher for me because it's just every every part of it I really liked it was it was just a, a top tier remake like how do you improve on one of the best most influential games of all time and they managed to do it yeah so yeah yeah
1: it rocks I, I love it so much it's just. Aaron? It, it rocks I uh,
0: I mean I agree with everything you guys said I think it probably is you know, top three all-time third-person action game, maybe yeah. maybe the best third-person action game, you know, top five action games, whatever. It's it's incredible. I only The only reason it was so much lower on my list is, A, it was a remake of a game that all of that was true of. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they came out 20 years ago, and uh, I don't think it does anything like... It doesn't take gaming anywhere new. It's just like, it's like, this is the best fucking Ferrari. I, I don't know. I don't know. That, that analogy doesn't make any sense, but like it, it, like, like it's so good, uh, that it's really hard to find any faults with. It's basically a perfect game. Um, that said, I don't really think about it that much. And, and I have not been super motivated to go play the DLC. I should, but like, um, like, like I loved every minute I had with it, but I only played it for like 30 hours. unlike you guys. And then I kind of was like, all right, I'm on other stuff. Like it was like, it was like I had a great meal and now I'm done. Um, but, yeah, it's 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 phenomenal.
1: Yeah, Resident Evil Four remake. It was it's awesome. awesome. So my number two then? Mm-hmm. Okay, well
2: you're gonna know what my number one is, but uh my number two is Street Fighter oh. Six. So, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's okay. So, so sick. Uh, yeah, so Street Fighter Six um was a game I bought so I could play it with a friend and I was like, you know, I don't really know if I like, I don't really like two D fighters. But after playing it for around 150 hours, I did. Like it, it made me realize that like Street Fighter is like the parent, the great grandparent of all action games. Essentially, like the systems that they put into that game, Street Fighter 2 specifically, are still present so heavily in Six and all other action games. Um, and Street Fighter Six, I think, is just the best iteration of that. Uh, so it's it, it looks great. It's so fun to play. Like there's so much levels of mastery and skill, and it's also more accessible than a lot of the other Modern fighting games because of their modern control scheme uh, Which I think really allowed me to just kind of hop in and just play it and not have the input levels be something I that was a blocker so uh, I, I, I Had so much fun playing this game like it, it's it's such a great fighting game it's such a great experience so Street Fighter
1: 6 awesome.
0: Number two, all right, my number two should be really a surprise to no one and uh, Legend of Zelda tears of the kingdom uh, oh know, yeah, like It's it, it was like I, I think I like it better than Elden Ring, I'm not saying it's a better game than Elden Ring, but I think I just I might like it more than Elden Ring. Wow. I think it might be my favorite open world game. Um, the only the only real knocks is I don't have the 30 FPS. The combat could be better. I don't think it's bad, but it could be better. And, and at around the 100-hour mark, I did find myself getting slightly fatigued with some of the things I was doing, but there were still lots of things to do that I hadn't really engaged with much. I was just, I was personally choosing to do kind of samey things. Um, I think the shrines are incredible, which, I mean, like a lot of people were saying that, you know, Breath of the Wild is the best game of all time, one uh the GQ list at the top game and like the shrines in that game were dread inducing like I was just like oh I don't want to do another fucking shrine the shrines in this game I was like oh my god I can't wait to do it it's so fun and like consistently fun uh I'm surprised that it was so low on your list
2: Kevin you want to tell, uh, tell you why because yeah. the reason here's why um in a lot of ways it's not the most original game like it's like it's like Breath of the Wild more it's like it's the same animations it's the same music not the same music it's the same like world mostly it's the same like sound effects like it's so much of it is built off of breath of the wild that like i feel like i couldn't give it like it's a lot of it's very derivative in a way that's okay i don't want to say tears of Kingdom is a derivative game it's not but so much of it is built off of um breath of the wild that like it's just an incredible iteration of that game and I, I feel like I couldn't I couldn't put it quite as high as the other ones because it just didn't feel as original. Even though the things that hmm. it does add are so original, like like going through anything above Dude, you the Dude, the ultra like, hand and the so, ascent, like so next gen. Yeah. In the the depths and the sky. The depths and the sky, I know. It's it, it's it's an awesome game. I played it I spent about a day playing it recently, and I was like, I love this game, but I I there's I I don't like fighting stuff in it. Um yeah. and the world the depths is like the best part of that game. I don't know, I just hmm after like chewing on it for a couple months I didn't like it as much as I did initially but I still think it's one of the best Nintendo games I, like I stand by that statement like I still feel that way I, I do it's just like there's just so many other games that I thought were great this year it's really yeah. all, all it is yeah I
0: for me I think it's like a new top 10 top top 20 at least like it's a new all timer for sure and that's the, kind of weird because this year there's been multiple games that kind of fit that criteria for me so yeah. like my entire like internal rankings have been shuffled. But, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's an incredible game, I think. Awesome. Um, all right. Tell us why Hi-Fi Rush is your game of the year, Oren.
1: <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, yeah, my game of the year is Hi-Fi Rush. Um, here's the thing. Like my heart says, like when it really comes down to it, to it, Resident Evil 4 Remake is probably like the game that I personally just enjoy playing the most, but at the end of the day, like I was thinking like what does like a top 10 list mean? Like when you're when you're presenting it, like what does like gaming in 2023 mean to you? And I just think Hi-Fi Rush is such a great game to represent that for me because it's a game that is one original, two innovative, um three it's super entertaining and it has virtually no flaws. And four, it's super ambitious. And five, it made me cry like two or three times. Like, I was, I felt playing that game like the villain Anton Ego in Ratatouille having the Ratatouille for the first time. And I shot back to my childhood. Like, that is what that game did to me. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm playing a GameCube era game, but it's modernized. And it has the exuberance of, it basically has the exuberance of the Alan Wake 2 We Sing segment but if it was integrated more successfully into the gameplay and i just think hi-fi rush is a game that's like being slept on a little too much because i think i think what inspired me to place it at number one was um because like i knew i loved this game i knew this game meant a lot to me but i was watching yahtzee from second wind present his top five and his game of the year was hi-fi rush and when he did that i was like oh my god he's so right hi-fi rush is the game of the year so i just really feel passionately about hi-fi rush i think the reka boss fight is just like i was just like oh my god i cannot believe why i'm playing it happened again with the mimosa boss fight um and i, I just want to shout out to before i put a bow in it, on it um john johannes who is the creative director of this game he was just like a guy who was living in japan just trying to make a living there and then shinji mikami just decided to make him his protege and he, made, he directed The Evil Within 2, which is, like, one of my favorite games of all time. And then he followed it up with Hi-Fi Rush, which is my favorite game of 2023. It's, like, amazing. This guy's, like, Paul Thomas Anderson spawned in Japan. <clears throat> it's just incredible to me. So um, I just I feel really passionately about Hi-Fi Rush. I think if there is a game to represent 2023 for me, it is Hi-Fi Rush.
2: Very nice. Hmm. Very awesome.
0: Nice. Awesome. I like that none of us have, we have no shared consensus. Our top fives are very all over the place. So this is going to be, it's going to be kind of brutal.
1: It's awesome. though. Oh, I love, I love the awesome. variety. I love the variety. It's great.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kevin, I, okay. I, I also love that you're not being like, like my list is sadly going to be the most predictable and consensus.
3: <laughs> but,
2: well, I think mine yeah, was go too. You guys picked mine pretty good. No, well, I mean like, like with like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have to, I have to give it to Armor Core Six for. uh, I love this. I love this. So great. uh, Here's why. Uh, For one thing, like when, so like I'm obviously a FromSoft like mega fan. Obviously, we all know this. So. There was rumors about them making a mech game and I was like, I want that. Why do I want that? Because I don't really like mech games. So I think I like wanna see if they can make me like the genre. Again, it's like something that challenges my expectations of like the company continuously challenges me. Generally every title. I would say Dark Souls three, maybe and Dark Souls two. Well Dark Souls two, yes, in no, a no, no, bad way maybe. But generally they, they, their releases challenge like my expectations of the company and the products they release. And I think this game continued that trend, like, perfectly. Um somehow it has a great a great story with characters I forgot to mention in our top thing. I mean oh. um oops we got Walter <laughs> but it was also um <laughs> come on buddy. You know um Rusty. Uh, I kinda can't Yeah, Rusty. Rusty's awesome. Yeah. So, I love the storytelling. I love the unique gameplay. The genre is lost to time and my my favorite soundtrack of the year. So uh I had to give it to Armor Core. Um the yeah i just I, I haven't played a game that quite plays like it before it's like totally it's got its own thing I think Oren described it best with like Sekiro with range combat I think that's probably like the closest thing I could think of but it's like fast it's faster paced and the, the like this the pace of it reminds me closer of like returnal speed or or hmm. something like that even though it's not the same systems but uh yeah, I don't know. It was again that, like, when I first played it, I was kind of like, huh, these attacks are delayed, and, like, the timing is kind of interesting, and, it, like, I, I, it's mission-based, and, like, I wasn't sure about a lot. Of, even after playing it, like, it took me, like, I really tell Balteus to fall in love with the game. And then after that, I was like, okay, this game is awesome. I think it has some flaws some of the missions, like, the escort mission sucks. <laughs> I'm just going to say the escort mission sucks. The invisible sniper mission sucks, but... When the game is good, it's like there was nothing this year. I felt like that was quite at the level of like I don't know experience for me is uh, Ballersgate or excuse me is Armor Core Six. <laughs> Freudian Freudian slip. I was just no, I was just reading. I was just reading uh, uh, something I wrote down here. But um, is Armor Core Six is uh moments. So yeah, gotta give it to the gotta give it to the front game.
1: I'll I'll uh, chime in really quickly because it was my number three though. Armored Core 6 was a, a ga- another game that, on my list, it occasionally uh, occupied my number one spot. Like, that's how mm-hmm. challenging this list was. Me too. Um, I think Armored Core 6, the reason why I love it so much is that um, gosh, it so, it, it, it's like, it's just like virtually perfect in everything it sets out to do. And it was able to convince me that mech games could be fun. You know, know, like, I'm not a mech guy. I I never cared about mech stuff. I maybe saw, like, a few episodes of Gundam back in the day. But, like, yeah, this game really sold to me why mechs are awesome. And it was always great to play. I loved the strategy of having to figure out how to customize your mech in a way to defeat any given foe. I just thought that was so clever. And um, I actually thought the storytelling was really compelling, too. Like, I thought it was... Everything that was happening with um, with uh, the the coral was like a fascinating concept. And I also really admire how it's like a tighter and more focused experience than Elden Ring. Like, I think I'm in a way more excited for my love of Armored Core 6 than Elden Ring in some ways because it just it, it surprised me more. And it convinced me more that, oh, my gosh, you can love a mech game. So great choice for a game of the year for sure.
2: Yeah, and I also didn't see like anyone really give it that much attention. I really felt like it kind of got swept under the radar, and it, and it really was like, I don't know. It was it was a really unique experience this year. Um, and God, the soundtrack! Yeah. I love the soundtrack
1: so much. My, my theory <laughs> right about now. That, I'm just like, uh, my, yeah. my my theory about that is that it came out when everyone was playing Baldur's Gate three, which is you know just that's just how it goes. Everyone chose to play Baldur's Gate three in that window, and yeah <laughs> it
2: has like there's moments of that game where you just feel like you're just the worst person ever and <laughs> it's like just this, this this dystopian just horror like corporate uh i just it's they did it they just sold it so well it has all these themes of ai and uh, i i love that game <laughs> it's awesome
1: and also it's just and <laughs> great to play like I'm yeah like, oh a uh, quick shout out the multiplayer in that game is super fun too that game was like i had to like Wean myself off of the multiplayer because I was getting too addicted to it. It's like just one more run, just one more run. (laughs) Uh, That game just hits on every level. What a great game!
2: So yeah. All right, Aaron.
0: That's awesome. I'm loving how unpredictable. Like like all of our predictions were like a million miles off, except Orin's. Who I should say nailed mine. Well, did we? Aaron's
2: guess for Kevin: Street Fighter Six, RE Four, AC Six.
0: Were those your the order top top three?
2: Three was wrong. But those are my top, those are my top three. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Oren and I spent like like a, a weekend hanging out in LA talking about this. So Oren might have might have uh he might have been able to pull some information out of me. <laughs> I, also, my list hasn't changed much. Mm. Maybe I just gave it freely. But uh uh My game of the year, obviously, is Baldur's Gate 3. It's I don't even know what to say after everything we've said about this podcast. Uh, I'm not surprised it wasn't like in your top 3 because you uh recently complained about a an encounter that really frustrated you so i felt that that might yeah. have literally cost it a few spots it did it really did um but uh it's like the best rpg of all time maybe i don't know i'm, I'm getting hyperbolic i need to not be hyperbolic it's one of the most incredible rpgs i've ever played and um I just think that, like, like I was saying earlier, the choice the consequence stuff is just is just so much more. Like, like it puts everything that's ever come to shame. I've never seen anything like it except for like text based games, you know. And it's all done with a, like an incredible presentation. Um, I think the combat is is actually really good. I know you don't like that. I know that's the combat is 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 if you if you like it, it's great. But like. Um, you think back to like Prey and like Joseph Anderson's making Prey videos showing how there's like 27 ways to complete a mission, right? There's already like a video circulating where there's like 70 something ways to complete a mission in Baldur's Gate, like completely different ways to complete one mission. And it's like that across the game. Like the fact that a game like this even exists is mind boggling. Um, I just think in terms of like Immersive sim stuff writing choice and consequence this game is head and shoulders above every other game That's ever been made in my opinion for me, but uh And, and that's why it's it's just had to be my game of the year, and, I, and I'm gonna pl- I've, I've already played it for a hundred hours. I will easily play it for another hundred
2: hours Yeah um, I agree with basically I mean I I, I don't <clears throat> I don't know if it's my favorite ever But I think it's one of the best RPGs I've ever played and that's that's despite being heavily at odds with, with the battle systems. Like, if the game was a disco-like, like, disco Elysium, like, talking game and didn't have combat segments but had everything else, uh, I it would, would have been like my game of much. the year, probably. <laughs> mm. Like, like I think that would have been... It would have been my nominee. Um, the only reason it got knocked is just because I, I find myself interacting with the game to be very frustrating a lot of the time for me, and, and combat segments can be... I think... Um, I think, like for me, I just I'm not a person who likes D and D systems. As I guess it turns out, and I think dice rolls, dice rolls for like, for like dialogue just feels like a strange choice at times. Really? Yeah, I feel like I'm like what hmm. like that's what decided whether I failed the passage was it just a dice check. I don't know. I guess I think like adapting D and D into a video game maybe wasn't my personal preference. Well, I think they did a good job with it. I think th- I think there's an inherent limitation with 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 D and D as a video game versus D and D as a pen and paper. But I don't, I'm not going to get into that. But um, I think like everything that they've they've shot sought out to do in terms of the presentation, the story, the writing, the, the decisions are some of the best in a video game, and that's not hyperbolic. I think that is un, unequivocally true for for me, for for Kevin. Like that is absolutely the case. Like it's it's a game that's like like when you go to talk to someone, like, hey, what did you do here? It was my sister's uh, birthday party yesterday, and she's playing it, and I was like, well, what did you do in here? Like, what happened here? Like, it's a game that you can immediately share stories about with people because of the way things play out, and, you know, not a lot of, like, RPGs. Like, I don't think I've ever had, well, I'm not going to say never, but I, I haven't had as many conversations about other similar style games, like Immersive Sims, as I have with Baldur's Gate, where things play out in so many different ways, and again, voice acted really well presentation responses to all of these things, I think really sell your decisions in a way. A lot of games, the only games I thought of were, were like that were Bioware and Bioware games were not nearly as open-ended because you know, they're older and just they, they weren't, they weren't games made in 2023. This game's like a billion ways to play things out. So yeah, there's just nothing like it. There really isn't. So it yeah. would have been my game yeah. of the year again, if, if I if had less frustration with the mechanical systems of the game. <clears throat> Mm. Yeah. I, I could see that. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know. It's, I'll, I'll stop talking about it, but for me really in so many ways, it's, it's like 11 out of a 10 game, like the acting, the casting, the writing, like it's just, I, 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 it just blows my mind that a game like this exists.
2: Yeah. I mean, I agree with all of that completely, like totally. And it's all, it's all wrapped in this like amazing, uh, uh, I don't know, like, like it's like the Lovecraftian Mind Flayer stuff it's like the whole story is <laughs> built around some level of body horror <laughs> and, and, and Lovecraft like stuff I just think like all the fact that the, the lead writer is a fan of horror I, I, I'm i such such a huge fan of that it's like the like, like, devils are a big part of the game like they really focus on like that specific stuff um which is all the fun fantasy stuff in my opinion so I that's also something I love about this game well three is great
0: Baldur's great Baldur's great Baldur's, Baldur's gate, gate 3. three is is great um <laughs> all right so i think oran won this though oran's oran's guess for the top three was almost perfect for mine yeah i was you just had to switch the order of tears and hitman
1: yeah because i guessed with aaron Baldur's gate three hitman and the tears of the kingdom at three so yeah i just had to switch hitman and tears uh I was way off with Kevin, but in a way that I love. I didn't know that Armored Core 6 would be his number one. That's so awesome. I'm so here for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess... Dude, uh, I love that we
0: almost forgot Hi-Fi Rush for Oren.
1: I know.
2: We almost didn't get it. I was like, wait a minute. You, you said it. Yeah. I knew we were free. I was like, something's was like, we're a game. missing. Fitting like the game.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, good call. And uh, <laughs> I know with Kevin, I did yeah, Street Fighter 6, RE4, and Baldur's Gate 3 yeah like that's so sick that you love Armored Core 6 that much I love it so much yeah <laughs> I think you guys guessed
2: it really well like I think the I think the guesses for me were the most accurate so clearly I'm pretty oh yeah you guys have Gate 3 for me in the top would have been I mean uh, I, I had don't. to put it in my top 5 there was Street no Fighter. way it would not be my top 5 it's like,
0: I'm, I'm surprised that it wasn't like top 4 but what was your number 4 Returnal Returnal huh. come on Returnal's the shit man Returnal yeah, Returnal's <laughs> pretty good it could have been game of the year, twenty twenty one. I know, that's why I had to put it <laughs> up there. It had to go up no, um,
2: there. Is as a personal penance, I had to put it up a little higher. You know, um, eternal. Okay. I, I like why? How you guys,
1: uh, I like how you guys guessed freelancer for me. Um, I think that's like. Oh, I know. I think that's a great guess, and honestly, it's just a personal decision why it's lower on my list. But great, I, I like how you guys both did re four and Hi Fi Rush. Um, it's funny that. Kevin guessed Counter-Strike 2 and Baldur's Gate 3 and Hitman Freelancer for Aaron because I really thought Counter-Strike 2, there would just be no chance. Um, so, yeah.
2: Well, every time I talk to yeah. Aaron, he's playing Counter-Strike 2. <laughs> so, uh,
0: yeah. Uh, so <laughs> if, if this was strictly most played and most going to play, Counter-Strike 2 is uh, the dominant. Uh, I'll put my list in there. Um, Should we like we?
1: quickly recap our top tens just for the listeners?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, i'll do mine first uh so my top 10 games were at number 10 i had remnant 2 number nine i had viewfinder number eight i had cocoon number seven i had robocop rogue city number six the Talos Principle 2 number five hitman freelancer number four alan wake 2 number three armored core 6 number two resident evil 4 remake and number one was hi-fi rush that is oran's list um, and I, I, Do you want to read yours Aaron Or I could read it It's up to you
0: uh, I'll read mine real quick my, my number 10 was the split Aspirational System Shock remake Dead Space remake Number 9 was Octopath Traveler 2 Number 8 was Sea of Stars Number 4 was Resident Evil 4 remake Number 6 was The Phantom Liberty Number 5 was Amnesia the Bunker Number 4 was Counter Strike 2 Number 3 was Hitman Freelancer Number 2 was Elder Tears of the Kingdom Number 1 was Baldur's Gate 3
1: That's a nice list
2: Mine was uh, number 10, Last of Us Part 1, 9, Super Mario Wonder, 8, Dead Space Remake, 7, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, 6, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, 5, Baldur's Gate 3, 4, Returnal, 3, Resident Evil 4 Remake, 2, Street Fighter 6, and number 1, Armored Core 6. Got the two sixes covered. Will you uh, paste that into the show notes and yes.
0: maybe we'll take a quick break and then we're going to we're gonna bang out this top five.
1: Cool. Or are we going to do a top ten? Our
0: top ten, yeah.
1: Oh, my <clears> gosh. <throat> let's do oh it. Oh, my
0: God. We're going to have to do some math here. Uh, all right, all right. Let's take a quick break. <laughs> okay.
1: So I have, like, nine games that I feel like are going to be in the top ten based on our list. Um, I don't know. If Only
0: nine. Have- well, But also, like, surely some of us have a... Uh, 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 Let's see. Do we have? Let me. we so I gotta look at my list again. I'm all over the place. Uh, like, I Tears of the Kingdom is gonna be on our top ten.
1: Oh, did I not put I that? One? Put oh yeah, that I did there. put that one. Oh,
0: okay, you did. Um, uh, you put Phantom Liberty.
1: Oh, are we like technically clapped back in? I, I don't know. <laughs> so. uh,
0: here, let me clap. Warren, what are you doing here? Tell me. Tell me about this. Uh, this. This list of of possible stuff you got.
1: So I'm what I'm doing is I'm collating all of, like, the lists and then kind of thinking about, like, what are the games that are, like, the most represented on the list? And I'm not quite done yet, but I have nine games that I feel like are pretty – I'm pretty sure are going to be on the list. And those nine games are Armored Core 6, Baldur's Gate 3, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Hitman Freelancer – oh, wait, I put Baldur's Gate 3 twice <laughs> – uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, Baldur's Gate. <laughs> uh, Hi-Fi Rush, Street Fighter 6, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and Cyberpunk 2077: Phantom Liberty. Um, and we're still kind of figuring out <laughs> the rest of the games on the list. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I feel uh, like those eight in... are pretty good, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else was in top fives or
2: the... Indi- I mean, Street Fighter 6 is not... A- is that- oh, yeah, that's on there. It's on one mine, um, right? So it's going to be like High Five Rush because Orin only had... Right? Like, yeah, that was his number that was his number one, but it wasn't on our list. Oh, High Five Rush. Six- yeah. wasn't on your guys' list either.
1: Uh, I feel like High Five Rush should be on the top ten because I just... Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So.
2: No, I'm not saying you should take it off. I'm just um, saying, like Street Fighter 6, it's like only on one of our lists. But that it should be as well. Where did should you have Tears should... of the Kingdom, Kevin? Oregon? Seven. Seven. That's that's
0: blasphemy.
1: It should. I think it should be on the list because it's the fact that it's on two lists is, I think, yeah. warrants it being yeah. on the top ten.
0: Uh, where where did you guys have Phantom Liberty, Kevin? It was uh, uh, number six. Oh, we both had it at six. That's funny. Um, oh, did did they put Street
3: Fighter
1: six. Yes, I did. Um, yeah, I'm like looking. I don't know. Do you feel like Counter Strike Two should be on the list? Uh, I feel like it shouldn't actually.
0: <laughs> you should put it in consideration, but uh, yeah, we'll get back to that, I guess.
1: Well, as far as games on my list that aren't on other any other people's list, uh, I would be happy to have alan wake 2 in our top 10 but i also feel like you guys don't like it that much so maybe it shouldn't be in the top 10
0: (laughs) it's the worst 40 dollars i ever spent no i I don't hate it that much but um
1: that would be uh, that would be my like suggestion from my end when it comes to kevin's list um maybe the dead space remake Dead space
0: remakes on all of our lists
1: yeah well it wasn't yeah it wasn't on my list uh I know you really like, well, what if we did like Amnesia the Bunker? Yeah, I like
0: Amnesia the Bunker. I want that actually more than.
1: Would it be crazy to do Amnesia the Bunker and Alan Wake 2 as like 9 and 10?
0: It would not be crazy.
1: Kevin, do you have any objections to that?
3: Mm -mm,
1: mm -mm. Um, No,
2: if you guys both like those games, absolutely put them on there.
1: I think I think Alan Wake 2 should be 10 and Amnesia the Bunker should be 9 and the reason why I say that is because only you played Amnesia the Bunker and you really loved mm. it while I feel like Kevin didn't really like Alan Wake 2 and Aaron you didn't really like Alan Wake 2 so that kind Kevin of
0: did not like Amnesia the Bunker either. Oh that's true. Uh, I wouldn't say I don't like Alan Wake, I just I've had, I, it's, I, I like it a Wake. real challenge I to play. I didn't
2: play enough of it to, to, to put it on my list, but it was on my near miss. Yeah. I didn't read my near yeah, misses, near but me. that was on my near miss list.
1: Well, in that case, what would, how would you guys feel if we did Alan Wake two at number yeah, nine? Yeah. Alan Wake should 10? definitely.
2: Yeah. It should definitely be on our list. I think it would have been on mine, but again, there's too many other games.
1: Well, I'm going to do something right now. I'm going to do Alan Wake two at nine amnesia, the bunker at 10. And that's, Pretty much a lock, I feel like, unless you guys feel we're missing a really crucial game.
0: Uh, no. I don't think we are, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm like scanning the list. I love the Talos Principle too, but I'd rather have Alan like two on there. Um,. um yeah, I'm just scanning the list one more one more time. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like I feel like that's the move. Um I think it should be Amnesia ten and Elmwake two nine.
0: Alright.
1: Um, I can live with it. I like what you did here where you put like the the numbers next to the games. Um, that's good. To help us kind of sort through it. Um I don't know what do you guys think. I'll, I'll I'll step back for a second. Do you guys feel passionately like right now we're trying to rank Armored Core Six, Baldur gets, Baldur's Gate Three, Hi-Fi Rush, Resident Evil Four Remake, Hitman Freelancer, Street Fighter Six, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Phantom Liberty. Um, yeah, I'm I sad think that Resident Cyberpunk Evil. is
2: so low, but I understand.
0: Well, we haven't, we haven't we, we haven't, haven't we haven't ordered ordered we haven't yet. ranked it yet. Yeah, we haven't, ordered but it's two
1: sixes.
2: Yet. It's just like it's not gonna be that high.
0: I think Resident Evil 8 would be a great Resident Evil 8. Resident Evil four would be a great eight. So uh, it's a good it's a good I comfy don't. position for I Resident mean Evil it's 4. in two
2: top threes. It like I it could get maybe so. put to put to five or four, but Yeah. Alright, alright, fine, fine.
0: But well, I don't know. There's
1: <clears throat> well I'm feeling for number eight it's gotta I feel like it's gotta be cyberpunk at eight unless you Sci- guys really cyberpunk. yeah yeah no, it does
2: i feel like that i think it
0: does all right i think that's this is this is a true story
1: yeah let's do cyberpunk at eight i love it i think it's amazing but i feel like it's eight great <laughs> cyberpunk we can always change it but my gut feeling is cyberpunk's eight um um let me think uh I would say for numbers, oh gosh, it gets harder. I feel like um, yeah, this
0: is where it's it's really.
1: <laughs> well, how passionately are you about Street Fighter Six? Like, w- I feel like that would be. It's numbers. my number two. It's your number two.
2: It was my number two, but it's only mine, so right. it's no one else's.
1: I'm kind of feeling so, that would be number seven is Street Fighter Six.
2: Yeah, if no one else played it and has no badge for it, then I don't know how else it could anywhere high, any higher it could be higher if you're like no this game needs to be higher <laughs> you just have to but i just think it. it's that it's going to be vo- compared on a vote like the vote wise
0: yeah i mean if it was your number one i would be like oh it's got to be top five for sure yeah but it, it it's number, number two. two um
2: what's up sam's hmm?
1: Um, no thanks yeah I'm kind of well like do you guys feel thank another you know. game should go in that spot like uh,
2: Res- Resident Evil 4
1: I would fight against <laughs> that I think 7 for Resident Evil 4 remake is too low or see maybe. I would I would
2: put Zelda there <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> alright alright no hate so Street, just, Fire, Street no Fighter Street
0: Fighter 6 is number 7
1: awesome alright Street Fighter 6 and number 7 now it's gonna get even harder uh, um, it's just gonna get harder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, man, that's, that's freelancer. How get
3: the uh, fuck out of here. Um,
0: I mean, well, actually, you do make a point there. Now that, that I see seems it, I hate that though. I hate that, but I think you might be right. I think you might be right.
1: Yeah, I I was gonna like relinquish Hi-Fi Rush, but I feel like a number one should be in the top five. You know what I mean? No, think? that's gotta be like top. It's gotta be top yeah, yeah, that's, three. That's to
2: be top two, top, top three, top I think. three, I top, think, top, top three, top four. I my number yeah. two got put the number seven, so
1: would it be crazy <laughs> if I said Tears of the Kingdom should be number six?
2: It'd be it crazy. <laughs> no, it should. Oh, I mean, hmm. well, I feel it's, it's like gotta be seven. It's gotta be six or five. I think.
1: Yeah, I feel like it should be Hitman Freelancer at 5 and Zelda at 6.
2: I guess we could put Tears
0: there. I I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like Kevin is is under underrating Zelda, but
2: Hey, I played it. it is what he, it is. Yeah. I do
0: feel like if Oren had played this game, it it would have it, it would have shook things up.
1: But he uh, didn't play this game, so. I mean, uh, you could say that about Armored Core 6 and Hi-Fi Rush. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Well, I did, play, I did play Hi-Fi Rush. I did not like it, but the, but I recognized that it was good. I just was like, this is not for me. Yeah, I get um,
1: it. I mean, I feel like, I don't know, would it be crazy if we did five, five Hitman Freelancer, six Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? Like, that's what it feels like for me.
2: Aaron, what, since you've played both of those games, what do you rather have? I mean, based I, on your, your rating, uh, it's I would tricky. say Zelda would be harder for you.
0: Like, Tears of the Kingdom is in some ways more impressive, but... um.
1: But Hitman's so dope, and it's he's such a staple. Yeah, of all right, the five track. and
0: six. Hitman, Hitman, Zelda, let's do it.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like that. Wait, I, I'll uh, get behind that.
0: How many... Uh, we only have... Uh, oh, I see. Okay. <clears throat> Wait, oh, I, yeah, there's only four games left on the list.
1: Yeah, correct. There's
0: only nine games.
1: No, there's ten because
0: four, three, two, one. Oh, oh yes, 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 you're right. Uh so this is. I mean, in some in some respects, this is almost just probably how it should be.
1: <laughs> I think I think Hi-Fi Rush is a great number four. I, th- I think yeah. I'm the only person who played it. But um, oh, wait I actually, a
2: minute, Aaron gave RE four a seven. It's on his seventh on his list. Yeah, that's so why it's e- four.
0: Oh no, yeah, I think Resident Evil four is a seven. Uh, sorry, Resident <laughs> Evil four. Is
2: a four. I think high fi rush is a three.
1: Well, here, I know this sounds. I mean, weird,
2: I like it to be higher. It sounds wrong to me personally.
1: It, here, here's my. I know I'm arguing against my like what I chose as my game of the year, but the <clears> Resident Evil <throat> 4 remake is the only great unifier of the jump crouch this year. It's the only game that made each of our top 10 lists, and I feel like that yeah. would be like short selling it, having it be so low. I think you know what I mean. I think
2: three is better for four. RE4 remake. Hmm. But well, do, well, do, you think Baldur's,
1: Rush. do you think Baldur's should be in the top two? Yes. I don't know. I mean, it was my number five. <laughs> so,
0: uh, I don't know. It's it, so was, good. it was your number one a couple of weeks ago. Come on.
2: wasn't my number Well, there was a period when I didn't do a lot of fighting where it was, it was very high, but then I had to do more fighting. Yeah. If the fighting wasn't yeah. required, it would have been probably my game of the year. If you didn't have to mm. do it, if you could avoid it. You could talk through every fight, but you can't. You have to do combat, and it could be... Hours long.
3: <laughs> mm.
1: Well, I think, um, I think, I think for now, I look, I think Hi Fi Rush should be number four. I think that is like, I'm the only one who really loved right. it. I think it makes sense for it to be number four.
2: Does that seem like a bummer?
1: No. For you? I think, I think, I think I okay. am proud to have Hi Fi Rush at if number he's, four. If he likes right. it, all right, all right. All I, right. I am t- proud to have Hi Fi Rush at number four. Yeah. Um,. Though it could always change. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, okay, now it gets really hard. <laughs> okay.
0: All Does right. it though? It actually seems perfectly straightforward <laughs> the way I'm looking at it.
1: Well, I feel like I can't believe I'm saying this, but I feel like yeah. Armored Core Six is the jump crouch game of the year because I fucking yeah. love it. Kevin fucking love loves it. it. I yeah, know I our it. all of our like I know Mike Carlson freaking frequent guests loves it. Like, would that would that be? I think crazy? I would have loved it. Being number I, one. I think I would
0: have loved it, so I, I don't think it's crazy. No, I think that's probably the most. I, I would rather see. I don't want to give Resident Evil four game of the year. <laughs> no, yeah, two thousand five. I, I get um,
1: I get it. I, I, well what do you guys think of that order? One Armored Core six, two Baldur's Gate three, and Resident Evil four remake three. What do you? What do you I'm think
2: okay with that. that. I think that's fair. I, yeah, I'm okay with that. I, th- I, I thought this I was going to be more contentious actually. than it was, but it just kind of yeah, worked out. Like, it, it, yeah, that actually seems. I mean, obviously, I'm happy with it because I got the game that I picked. This game of
0: the year for Joe Crouch. So, two years in a row. Way to go from Soft.
1: Oh my god! Yeah. That. Oh my god! That just awesome. a tiny studio
0: from Japan never made any games. All of a sudden, they're winning all of our awards.
1: Oh my yeah, god! I... I can't believe <laughs> it. That's so cool.
0: <laughs> uh, I need to play it. I guess you should play it. I mean, not I guess. I want to play. it. I really want to play it. I it's just a have game that you gotta stick with, games though. In my backlog. Like,
2: like Mike even told yeah. me he to like had a moment mm-hmm. of hating that game. It's definitely like, hmm. it's, it's it's you gotta you gotta like put the time in. But when you put the time in, it's it's awesome.
0: Uh, so are you sure you don't want to move uh, Zelda up to number three? You could Zelda could be <laughs> Zelda. It could, be, that could well, be three. I mean, that was my second favorite game. Of the second game. Well, it was my
3: seventh I'll just... game i'll just uh, say what i the think top the only swap Oh uh, okay, okay. ahead.
1: well i was just gonna say what the top 10 is right now it's not locked yet but what we have mm. right now is 10 is amnesia the bunker nine is Alan wake, Alan wake two eight is cyberpunk seven street fighter six is zelda five is hitman four is hi-fi rush three is resident evil 4 remake two baldur's gate one armored core six how are we feeling how are we feeling about this so far
3: um, I think that that's
0: a pretty awesome list that actually... I think it's a good list. ...really does catch all of our little, you know, uh, incent- Ugh, I cannot speak tonight, but captures the character of everybody on the crew pretty well. It's rounded.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of, like, digesting. You know what? I think, like, as the podcast,
2: Baldur's had to be in the top three. There's no way. It couldn't be. RE3, four in the top three also makes sense. And uh, EC6. You don't...
0: I <laughs> actually... I, I almost I don't know how to say this, but I actually feel like Street Fighter should be fi- higher. I think you it should too, like but no, I just, I love it. I'm looking game. at my this number, and it doesn't totally make sense. It's my just, number just two, just because of how much you liked it. So I think maybe that should be five, and it should sadly bump. I don't
1: know, okay. Hitman uh, maybe not Hitman, I'm but not bump, hit I could man. see it bumping. I tiers. could see it bumping Zelda though. If, but yeah. Do you guys really feel like Street Fighter should bump Zelda?
0: I'll let it I bump do. Zelda. Uh, right, because, let's... yeah, because I, I feel like that Kevin has been playing that game so much, and that's such a...
2: It's a—it's gr- such a good game. It's so fun. You know, it's been a, it's been a huge part of his year.
1: Yeah, I'm, like, looking at the list again. I really love Armored sure, Core 6. As, as I'm trying to make sure Oren's
2: choices get more recommendations, though, because cause the only game that he even had in the top three is RE four, and it's number three.
1: And that's not true. Armored Core 6.
2: Oh, yeah, Armored Core 6. You're right. You're right. Okay.
1: I mean, three, Armored so. Core Six could have been my game of the year. Like that's how much I love yeah. it. It's just that my top six were so hard to rank. Like they like, were for it me really... too. RE4
2: could have been my game of the year, but it was a remake. So I was like, I can't give a remake the game of the year. So
0: yeah. Warren and Kevin both have two top threes in the top three. Yeah. yeah. I have a top three in the top three. One. Yeah. So that's true. you guys are doing alright, I think. Well, yeah, yeah, I I, li- I like the yeah,
1: I right. like I like having Armored Core Six as number one. I think Baldur's Gate Two is a, three is a great number two. Resident Evil Four remake. I I think, if it were higher, it would be like, like it's a remake, so it's kind of it's a remake. You know, yeah. I think it's a grade number three. I think Hi-Fi Rush is a grade number four because I'm the only one who really loved it. Um, so, it's looking good for me so far. I'm trying to think of what we could if we could swap anything. Um, Uh,
3: Do we? hmm.
1: What do you think?
0: Does Does Hitman I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to bump Hi-Fi Rush, but I. I kind of want to bump Hi-Fi Rush, <laughs> but I don't want to bump it. I, I would never one. do that without. It's his
2: number one choice. I know it's year. his
0: number one choice, but he also said that Hitman is his favorite game of all time. But then again, I, I would say, Orin, if you felt like bumping Hitman up, a spot, I'd be okay with that. But uh, I, I, if you're not, I would say don't do it.
1: Well, here's Orin. my argument against Hitman. Um, We've, it's, we've I'm been, just gonna
0: ch- chunk that segment out. We, we've <laughs> Say it been, again. Here's my argument against it.
1: Well, well, we've <laughs> just been awarding Hitman. Well, I said this in 2021 <clears> too, so maybe that's not fair. But yeah, I feel we like we keep Hitman. skipping
0: we, it. We I, Hitman got our 2016 "You and I" personal game of the year, but I don't think it's actually won any other awards. We keep we keep deferring it. We're like, oh, we love Hitman so much. Everybody knows it. Gets deferred. <sighs> I feel i mean, then again top five is, is a good place but uh
2: yeah I don't know you know
1: what what do you, you think, know what, you what do you think?
2: What? what's your choice your you choice know what? this is your choice
1: hi-fi rush I would I would that's mine but I I'm always for celebrating agent 47 you know like I'm always for it so like <laughs> if it's our number four I'm down with it you know what I mean I think we should do It's is that totally your choice? up to you. Let's I think do it. it's up to you. Yeah, it's up well, to you. I guess Aaron also. Do Let's do it. I love all. Here's the I, chase, but... I love all these games. So it's like yeah, saying it's, I, it's it's hard for me to be like because like Hi-Fi Rush. Like today is what Sunday. On Tuesday, Hitman Freelancer could be my game of the year. That's how great this year was. So yeah, <laughs> I, putting but.
2: Ballers Kit number five was a little painful for me. I'll be honest with you, but it just was like yeah, I'm sorry.
0: I'm do you sorry. regret it? I feel like you should. I don't regret, regret
2: that. it. Uh,
3: uh, I had to. Think, I, I, I think no. Armored Core Six had, is a
1: more exciting game of the year, in my opinion. Like, I haven't seen yeah. anybody give Game of the Year to Armored Core Six outside of like maybe Digital Foundry, but like that's it. <laughs> yeah, and it's
2: awesome. <laughs> it's such an awesome game. So yeah. no,
0: I, I, I think it's a good pick.
2: I think I, it's a I, game that uh, Aaron would like too. It's a mouse and yeah, keyboard I, ass I game. I think I would like it. Yeah. So.
1: It's I uh, I I think, I think I secretly like it more than Elden Ring. Like secretly, you know. Oh wow, really. I Dang. really, I really love Armored Core Six. Like, if I were to replay one of them right now, it'd be Armored Core Six. Like, that's how much mm, I loved it. Yeah. That's um awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like Armored Core Six at one and Baldur's Gate. At, yeah, I love the top three. Just in general, I think the top three is a lock. Yeah, um, I think. Do you really, want
0: to really read the list for us real quick, and we'll we'll see how it washes upon us?
1: Yeah, we have Amnesia the Bunker at ten. Nine is Alan Wake two eight is cyberpunk 2077 seven is zelda six is street fighter six five is hi-fi rush four is hitman freelancer three is resident evil 4 remake two is baldur's gate 3 one is armored Core 6 how we feeling
2: i think that's a good list i like that 2023 i'm like i'm i'm very satisfied with it i Uh, I think i think i am
1: too i think i am too yeah. Let's, do you want to lock it in? Do you, unless you guys feel strongly otherwise, Aaron,
0: I, you know, I, I think, uh, I think it's good. I think it's, uh, I think it's like I said, everybody's tastes are accounted for and and well distributed. And, uh, and I think as a, as a group, as a recommendation and a sort of time capsule of what we played and what we think people ought to try, This is a damn fine list.
2: I agree. Damn
1: fine list. (laughs) All right. I'll I'll lock it in and read it one more time for the listeners. We got number 10, Amnesia the Bunker, 9 Alan Wake 2, 8 Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, 7 Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, 6 Street Fighter 6, 5 Hi-Fi Rush, 4 Hitman Freelancer, 3 Resident Evil 4 Remake, 2 Baldur's Gate 3. And our game of the year is Armored Core Six. Lock it in. Lock it in. Wait, do we want to bump Hitman
0: just up a, one higher? Just maybe uh, switch no, places with Resident no, Evil Four. No, we can't do that. No, I'm
1: sorry. So, Resident Evil Four is too too important to the Jump Crouch Crew. For, so. right. You know what's a,
2: a note that I have that makes me laugh? I wrote, "Picking a game of the year was as hard as some of the decisions I had to make in Ballers Gate Three or Cyberpunk." And I feel like that is true.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, I am it's so sci- excited that Armored Core 6 is our game of the year. That is, like, so cool. Yeah, really cool. I would have not... That's really I could, cool. I really thought it was going to be either RE4 or Baldur's, Baldur's Gate 3. I had no idea it would be Armored Core 6. That yeah. is so awesome. No. I love it yeah, so much. Yeah, I think much. it's awesome. I, I think I, it's a really,
0: really cool like
2: choice. It. Yeah. It's I'm a strong choice.
0: Oh, Shit. So All right.
2: It's, it's Oof. not just a critical consensus list. It's, like, a little mixed. You know?
0: Yeah. It's cool. I mean, Zelda getting snubbed at number seven. Yeah.
1: Well, honestly, Alan Wake 2 at number nine, you know, that's like that. Yeah. So, that, would ma- that would make that most, most critics sweat.
2: <laughs> I have to mention this that Aaron and Oren had a slight, not realistic feud between Baldur's Gate and RE4, I want to say, right? Am I wrong? Not really, but like you were joking. You guys are, not really oh, few. Sure. You guys were like joking about like what game should be. You would choose, right? And I was sure. like, I'm not I, gonna. <laughs> I think it should be. <laughs> it making... Should it
1: should be Baldur's Gate over RE4 remake? I feel like that would be a disservice to Baldur's Gate if we put RE4 remake above it. You know, it's like you guys love it. It's such an achievement. Like I get it.
2: I had to just. I had to make a decision of like, no, I'm picking the game that I like. Not not for anyone else just for the games that You I did thought. the right
0: thing. And, and yeah. honestly, I think it's more interesting that it's Armored Core 6.
2: Yeah, yeah I agree. Even if it's not my game of the year. A but mech I, I game won our yeah. game of the year. Yeah.
0: Who would have thunk it? Yeah. I mean, honestly, actually, if you had asked me to put money on it last year and you told me the, the, the possible games, I would have been like, well, FromSoft is a pretty you good game. You told job. me the know, developers, maybe.
2: maybe.
0: <laughs> I sure didn't predict it, so I shouldn't, say, I shouldn't start taking retroactive credit for predictions I didn't make. But uh, yeah, I feel like if you're like, eh, FromSoft. It's got a good chance. They've already uh, they've already delivered in this category before.
2: If I had been like, hey, what, Kevin, what do you think the developers, the top two developers will be for your Game of the Year 2020? Like, hmm, FromSoft and Capcom. It's probably a pretty good.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, huh? That's funny. Uh, top top three <laughs> for me. FromSoft and Capcom. Yeah, Japanese developed action games. What a surprise. So, so... <laughs> one thing I think I've said this a little bit, but like the the thing that's Interesting, right? Uh, Armored Core 6, Japanese development. Uh, Baldur's Gate, Belgian development. Yeah, European Uh, developer, yeah. uh, You know, Resident Evil, Japanese. Hitman, European. European. Hi-Fi Rush is Japanese. Japanese. We got Japanese, Japanese. European, European, European. There is no American developers on our top (laughs) ten list. (laughs) And I think that that's there's a reason for that. Unfortunately. <laughs> it's, just like, like uh, it,
1: it's so predatory in the US with game developers right now. Like there's so much monetization in the industry as shit and it's it's crazy.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like
0: this is where most of the layoffs occurred. Like the United the United States uh has been practicing this real, you know, like highly capitalistic uh practices Extreme. that have just not allowed game development studios to build this sort of institutional knowledge and strength and level themselves up and i think that's why you see you know companies that that are focusing on their employees and focusing on the quality of their games in our list
3: i
1: should move to europe or japan <laughs> or japan <But. laughs> yeah.
2: so um did we all mention our do you want to talk about the near um, misses real quick just like let's to to go into them just near miss oh yeah them. sure yeah, sure. let's do it uh, just 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 yeah. Okay. It was uh, mine, uh, actually.
1: Have, oh yeah, you go first. You go first. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, mine was uh, Alan Wake Two, which the mm-hmm. only reason it didn't make it. I didn't play it enough because mm-hmm. there's so many other games I was playing. It's, it's like sorry, Alan Wake Two. I think you're a really cool game. I have no problem with you at all. I just didn't get to. The other one I just discovered recently was called Double Dragon: Gaiden, Rise of the Dragons, which I'm going to talk about next podcast. But that came out this year or last year, excuse me. Great, Lords of the Fallen, a great mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. like game. I really did enjoy playing that game. Not not game with your material, but still good. Uh Octopath Traveler 2. Um I great combat system, really enjoyed the game. Just didn't didn't quite get far enough. RoboCop Broke City I haven't played yet. And Doom 2's uh release of Eve Eternity 2, which oh. I played. Why is
0: bit. it not on your list?
2: Because I didn't play it enough. <laughs> oh my god. It's awesome. I was 30, hoping you would bring 36 some 36 map indie
3: mod cred. Why?
2: I shit. mean, I definitely I giving them a shout out right now. Yeah, yeah. Dragonfly and team props to you guys. Uh, very well-made maps they very much understand doom so yeah Orin.
1: yeah i think the three i think i narrowed it down to three near misses that were like really tough and uh, i think they were dead space remake which i obviously love a lot but I, i don't know i guess i guess it just didn't like leave that much of an impression on me that i was thinking about it throughout the year like, mm. I played it in the same week as, in the same month as Hitman Freelancer and Hi-Fi Rush, and those games had a reverberating impact on me that Dead Space Remake just didn't have, and maybe it's just because I played it too close to the original, because I, I played the original, like, literally last year, so that's why I left it off the list. I still love it, um, and then Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty was another tough cut. And I think it was the same reason. Like I had my cyberpunk experience in 2020 or 2022. That's when like I really grew to love cyberpunk. So I think the fact that it was like a little too soon clouded it slightly, but I still loved it. I thought Solomon Reed was a great character and I loved the drama of it. And then the third one that I was considering was Dredge, which I thought was like a really Mm. solid um, video game. And I think the reason why I didn't go with Dredge is because um, I kind of got, like, by the time I hit 10 hours in that game, I was kind of like, okay, I'm ready for this to be over. Um, but but I did like Dredge a lot, and I was considering it for my 10th spot. But I ultimately went with Remnant 2 because the stuff I loved in Remnant 2 really stood out for me, despite its flaws. So so those are my three near misses.
0: Hmm. All right. Uh, my near misses, uh, Hrot I, I spoke about this a bunch Retro Shooter, I think the only reason I didn't pick it is because I feel like, one, Boomer Shooters were kind of, for me, like, I still love them, one of my favorite genres, but, like, obviously it's not moving anything forward, and we really recognized a lot of them last year. Also, A Medieval, The Black Labyrinth, such a fucking good DLC, also Boomer Shooters, so I kind of wasn't sure if I was quite, you know, didn't feel on theme, I guess, this year, ultimately um and then uh you know Alan Wake 2 a game that I'm really struggling with I want to love that game but I cannot get myself to play it like <laughs> I don't I like I'll sit down for a few minutes and I'll be like uh I going to, to see what's uh, what's in the fridge uh you know it's just like it's just I just get distracted uh, I don't know but um uh, you know also RoboCop Rogue City really good I I have more to play of that game so I'm still pretty early only about six or seven hours in um and then you know uh oh super mario wonder i like that a lot but like not a huge 2d platformer person but i think it's a very good one of those and um the final near miss is starfield a game that i struggled with i kind of went from hating to liking to feeling ambivalent about i think uh i think it's very possible that there will be some some improvements to that game that maybe not quite a cyberpunk level redemption story but like I think I think it'll come around to some extent because some of the stuff, unless they, I don't know, maybe they won't. But like, there's, there is a good game somewhere in there. It's just locked behind a lot of loading screens and poorly designed cities.
2: <laughs> Recent reviews of that game on Steam mostly negative Eight thousand reviews. Dude, I don't understand that
0: exactly. I feel like that the the Steam bombing is weird.
2: I kind of feel it, unfortunately. Hmm. Yeah, do you guys, but, uh, do you guys have any
1: do You guys have any predictions for next year? Like mm. uh, I'm kind of It won't be not, as big. I know. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> <is>. <laughs> I like don't even know. Uh, I mean, if Stalker 2 might come out next year. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, Stalker. So uh,
0: Stalker is supposed to come out in, like the next 3 months. <laughs> so that, uh, not that, that not that not that's the first time that that would have been true, but uh <laughs> like it it could come out. Uh, I don't know. We should think about predictions, and maybe we could put them in XPod or something. My, like. Mine is yeah. just
2: really that uh, we see more first-party Sony and Xbox games because it really hasn't. I mean, I mean, I know, like, I want to see like whatever Naughty Dog's working on that's next. I want to see what like everyone at Bethesda is doing that's not Bethesda themselves, like Machine Games mm. for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. Id. So I think a lot of those games are going to get announced this year. That kind of yeah. stuff is what I'm, what I'm curious about.
3: Yeah
1: yeah i will say that the Mm. first like six months seem kind of barren um i'm kind of i think i'm i think i'm gonna play the new final fantasy because i liked Mm. remake uh, a lot so i Mm. I think i'll give it a shot but yeah there's like not a lot of games that i'm super interested in it's kind of a weird feeling because i i remember this time last year we had like dead space remake coming up hitman freelancer coming up resident Evil 4 remake coming up and they were all great. It was like, it's, it's weird being in this position where it's like, what am I going to play next year? <laughs> I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: ah, it's a good time to catch up on the old backlog. I guess I, I, yeah. I think I can, I'll try to appreciate it. I don't know. It's, it is definitely going to be weird having a, a more quiet year, but, uh,
1: I might actually okay play Baldur's Gate 3 now because yeah. what were the, <laughs> there's not going to be anything in the play. So um, You should play it. you yeah. love it.
0: It's great. There is a demo. Um, but uh, yeah, all right. Well, game of the year. I think I, that was... I, I imagined it in my head, probably just because I'm an asshole, being more contentious than this. But I feel like this was harmonious. I feel like we came together. We made something beautiful. And now we're going to release it to the world
1: yeah Armored Core 6 is our game of the year that is so cool I'm so excited about that
0: I like it I gotta I gotta hire someone to make a a graphic for that (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah right. well that's awesome um that was a pretty long podcast as as it goes uh but thank you all for showing up 2023 a year that will go down in the history books for sure and um Hardcore six, congratulations.
1: For sure. Congrats from software. From two two years in a row.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, holy shit. Do they, they don't have anything coming out this year, huh?
1: <laughs> that would be crazy. W- wouldn't that be funny if Shadow of the Erdtree Tree is our game of the year next year? <laughs> oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be like from soft from soft. Stop being so good.
0: <laughs> it's possible. Uh all right. Well. Uh, I guess we'll be back in two weeks with, with something a little a little less uh, long and a little more straightforward. But uh, thanks for listening. Madden, we love you. Oren, you're looking great. Kevin, you're looking almost better. You guys are both looking good. What can I say? You're just two handsome fellas. I am just blessed to get to spend this much time talking to you two smart, good-looking guys, and we're out of here.
2: Adios.